Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Oh, let's go, stinking genius. Let's go, let's go, let's go. They'll never know the hustle and the flow of one Bobo to get us on the air tonight, right? Oh, I got to do so much. I got to do everything around here. Okay. As we come to you live tonight from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, all you have to do is visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, we are currently experiencing... What I would call my worst nightmare. Um, Can I say wow. something real quick? Yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead, sure, Bubba. Sure, sure. Go ahead, Bubba. What you're yeah. not going to do, Arnie, is take yeah. away from the work I just did. <laughs> I, I'll be damned if you yeah. sit here and take away from what I just yeah. went through with you calling, crying, panicking because you couldn't connect to us and me running around the studio to make sure stuff was – you're going to give me my credit on this one. I'm sorry. I normally let you get away with it. Uh-uh. Not this time. Right. Not Bobo, before I go on my vacation. Nope. Bo- Bobo, I, I told Bobo to hit the on button to get us on the air, and he oh. did it. And- well done. I think we might have some connection issues in about five minutes. <laughs> Keep on. We, we just lost Arnie. We just lost Arnie. Hey, look, Chris, Arnie, hello? You won't have to worry about him spoiling this game for so, you. No, uh, here's, here's what it is. Yeah. Now, Arnie and I, uh, we were kind of cool with COVID before, you know, even the COVID days because – you know, we were broadcasting from two different locations. Right. And so now it sucks because the Raiders are trying to drive to win a football game. <laughs> and Arnie's feed has always traditionally been because uh, in wh- where I watch games and where I do my show from, I have a studio and I, you know, I, I don't have like the direct TV out here or the, the Cox cable or, or charter, whatever you use. And I usually watch things through like the NBC Sports app or the ESPN app. So my feed is always way behind yours. So this, 
This really sucks, Arnie. I just I can't think of any other way to put it because I'll hear the oohs and the oh and the oh no's, and I'll have to wait probably a good 35 seconds before I figure out exactly you, what happened. Are you that far behind me? Uh, is that how far the feet is where, you're, where you are? Is that how far behind it is? I'm 5.04 to go in the fourth quarter of a 28-24 game. Oh, I, I have a final now. So not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, think you're. We're four minutes and 32 seconds. Yeah. So I'll be quiet myself. My wow. Bad. Wow. This well, should just, be a fun ending. No, that's just all, all I ask. All I ask is for you to realize that this yeah. isn't a game for me, gentlemen. Oh, this oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm, playing, is, I'm playing. I'm playing. I swear. I'm playing. I swear. <laughs> this isn't a game. All right. This is my life. Wait. What was? What was that? That was the. Oh, that was the old Texas baseball coach. You remember that rant? <laughs> One of the all-time great rants. He he's in the, the 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 locker room and he's yelling and he's throwing things. He goes, "This isn't a game. This is our lives." And that's how I feel right now, watching this game uh, head down the wire. We're. Uh, what I've noticed so far, Arnie, is that there hasn't really been a lot of the thing that's known as defense played in this game. Have you noticed that tonight? Well, I, well, it's not like they put up an abundance of point fifty-two. It's just they had a couple long drives to start the second half off. Um, that took that took up the whole third quarter. Each uh, team took one drive, and before you knew it, the whole third quarter was chewed up. But you're right. There's, um, it's not that uh, not a lot of defense is being played. The offenses have been sharp. Kansas City's picked up a lot of third downs too, oh my and gosh. even a fourth down. So it, I, I don't know what the percentage is. It seems like they got to be like 60 percent on third downs. Yeah, it has been a fascinating game to watch. Uh, because just from a numbers perspective, think about this. Kansas City with uh, – I'm going with my feed, by the way, gentlemen. With 3.55 to go in the game, has a 28-24 lead over the Raiders. Raiders driving to try to win the game. And Kansas City on the night has like 30 first downs. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. And, oh, there's not a lot of points being put up. But you have uh, 53 combined first downs between the two teams, Arnie. <laughs> 53 combined first downs Amazing, between the two teams. It? I mean, it's incredible. And it's been a fun night. It, it really has been. I kind of thought heading into tonight that Kansas City was going to roll and that uh, the Raiders would come back to earth. And, I mean, there's still a chance for a pick six, which could make that happen. But you got to be honest, Arnie, kind of impressive to see. Uh, thank you. Uh, Bernie Frado just texted. Augie Garrido was the head coach that was yelling in the locker room. Thank you, Bernie. My mind went blank for a minute. The great, late, great Augie Garrido. This isn't a game. This is our life. This is our life, Arnie. But I kind of thought Kansas City might just roll the Raiders tonight. But Oh, really? You know, it's 6-3. and three. The Raiders have looked pretty game so far this evening. Um, it, it, it's been a good one. Uh, obviously, it will come down to this last drive. This is a big one because Miami lost today. Um, Indianapolis got a victory. Cleveland got a victory. So this is a big one for the Raiders to stay with um, the rest of the pack that was at 6-3 and three coming on in. So we'll continue to monitor this as they head down the stretch. Again, Kansas City holding on to a lead over the Raiders. Final two minutes. We'll uh, bring you a final as soon as it becomes a final, uh, as Derek Carr just absolutely tried to give the game away where I am on the feed. Yeah, I was um, going to say, ooh, look at that fumble, but I didn't yeah. want to go and get you all upset. Yeah. Th- you know? Thankfully, Gabe yeah. Jackson jumped on it, but it looked like there was all kind of movement beforehand. All right, so Arnie, one of our one of my favorite traditions yeah. that we have on Sunday nights is where we play a little game called After a Week Blank, yeah. I Know This. Yeah. So we, we have a lot to get to. How Before we get into our yes. benchmark take, are you okay tonight with the the two uh, quote unquote benching injury? I don't know. What do you want to call it? Oh, um, that, well, the benching. You can't say it any other way. And oh yeah, I'm fine. Matter of fact, right before the show, I was 
um, on the phone with my, with my new BFF, uh, Trevor. I don't know if you've heard of him. So, no, we were talking. We're going to get dinner together, and um, we're going to hang out. So, no, I'm, I'm fine. And um, if I didn't have to do this show, I'd probably be over hanging out with him right now, to be honest with you. You know, one of my favorite things yeah. about doing the show with you is yes. how from week to week, <laughs> everything can change. I yeah, mean, but we and- can't get Trevor anymore because the Texans won. It's out of the it's – not, it's just not going to happen anymore. We're stuck with him. We're stuck with him. <laughs> you're stuck with two. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I keep forgetting. I'm like, what do you mean the Texans won? I keep forgetting. That's what you're having to root for yeah, right now. Exactly, exactly. You're having to root for the Texans. How? Oh, my gosh. Did you have to actually root for the Patriots today? I did, but uh, oh, it really doesn't goodness. make a difference because um, you know that two is going to be the long-term quarterback. I Though I, I was okay with the benching. I thought that's what they should have done. They had a better chance to win um, with, with, with Fitzpatrick. So I, I thought it was a good thing to do. Um, all the way around. He just wasn't getting the offense moving. Sorry. If you're not getting it done, go to the bench. That's it. Did uh, I know you're going crazy because you just saw the Raiders get a penalty in the end zone, so they're going to have it first to go on the one-yard line. I'd like to hear that that's for real, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, so. you haven't seen it? Did I blow that no. for you? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, ve- I, I'm if, sorry. If you're blowing something positive, I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, though, if you give the Chiefs time with or, the ball back with any time on the clock, you're done, so done. Here, here's what's fascinating to me about this. Yeah. is And we're talking about Tua getting benched today. I mean, don't you just want your guy to fight through it? I mean, isn't that the way to go on something like this? Don't you want your guy to just kind of fight and scratch and claw his way yeah, through it, Arnie? This is not peewee football. You, you don't get to say, okay, guys, let's just do our best, and then afterwards we're going to go to the Dairy Queen. Um, you got to win the game. Uh, you're 6-3. and three, The playoffs are on the line. Every game is important. The offense wasn't moving. Uh, sorry, you're not getting it done. Go to the sideline. We'll get somebody else that can move it. Just because he's a rookie making his fourth start, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, man. Like, get, the, get the offense moving or get to the sideline, my friend friend it's so fascinating because uh it's so different than what you see with a team that I don't know uh might be in a situation to where they're they're tanking right because here's Miami who comes out and says you know what we're gonna do we're gonna go out and we're gonna win the damn football game and we're gonna try to do everything we can to beat this team meanwhile you know if, if you're in a situation to where you might be fighting and scratching and clawing to just make sure you end up getting, say, the first pick in the draft or something. You say, oh, let's just keep him out there for a little bit. So I kind of I dug, uh, Arnie, that they did indeed make the move because, to me, it showed a team that still believes they've got a chance to make some noise and get to the playoffs, and they do. They still have a great chance to make the playoffs, so don't quit yet. No, no, I'm not. I'm not quitting. There's no doubt. I mean, um, I'm, I'm rooting for Kansas City like crazy. The sorry, no, nothing against you, but I can't have the Raiders uh, going a, a game up. So, uh, yeah, it, it, there's going to be some of those uh, uh, six and four teams that are not going to make it, and uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see if they catch up to the rest of the crowd. All right, so let's get into it then. After week eleven, Arnie. Now that we've been able, been able to touch on my nervous energy watching the final moments of this Raiders-Chiefs game, as we've touched on your boy Tua getting benched today, after week 11 of the National Football League, I know this. 
Uh, the Packers are choking dogs. I mean, really? They're supposed to be a number one seat. They don't scare me. Uh, wide open in the NFC. Sure, they've got a great offense. Aaron Rodgers was good, but um, they had no business losing that game. I don't even know how many penalties were called. I don't even want to. We'll get into that later. But um, what a horrible loss. That's a game they let slip through their fingers. I know they had to come back late, but never should have been in that situation. They don't scare me at all uh, after uh, after week 11 I know they don't scare me at all all right um here's here's one for me and this is one that honestly uh I I, I got a little crow on oh wow after week 11 I know this I'm in on the Steelers and you might oh, say finally oh way to go no yeah I, I get that I get that you might say well what they played two really bad teams. You're in on a team that just beat the Bengals and just beat today the Jaguars. Yeah, I am because, Arnie, I think when you beat teams like that 63-13, to 13, um, I, I think they learned from how they performed against the Dallas Cowboys, and I, I think they learned from that. I think they're getting better as the season progresses, and that's a lot to say about a 10-0 football team right now. But, man – uh, what they did today, as bad as the Jacksonville Jaguars are, uh, I think that's pretty impressive, to be honest with you. Oh, it is. They still won't go undefeated. No. I mean, they're, they'll probably lose at Buffalo. There's a good chance there. I think they probably beat the Ravens. And actually, they if they get by Buffalo, they will go undefeated. What are their odds, like 8 or 9 to 1? I should have gotten down on that a long time ago when they were 15 or 16, the one to go undefeated. All right. Um, here's Can I throw one in here real quick yeah, before go ahead. I let you run? Yeah. After week 11, I know that the Saints defense – might be the best defense in the NFL right now. After losing in weeks two and three to Las Vegas and Green Bay, they have rolled. I think, uh, what are we talking about now whenever you look at the Saints, who were one and two at one point in the season, lost Drew Brees to an injury. They have put together a winning streak now of seven straight games. Yeah. And they've allowed 25 points in the last three games. Combined. Yeah. And they forced nine turnovers in those three games. They're eight and two. Arnie, if you want to get on Green Bay for going the wrong way, New Orleans is heading the right way. And that team is scary to and, me getting out of the NFC right now. And I don't even add, I didn't have to wait 11 weeks to know this. I knew this last year and the year before. Taysom Hill's the real deal. Little face on everybody that was doubting him going, this guy threw 18 passes his whole NFL career. Oh my goodness. It's just going to be too overwhelming for him. Um, it wasn't too overwhelming for him. But then people are going to say, it was just the Falcons. He had a week to prepare. It was at home. Okay, there's always going to be some excuse. Taysom Hill Hill is the real deal. This is why they kept him. All right, I got time to fit in one more if you want to slide in yeah. one more after week 11. I know this. Oh, I thought you were going to take the lead. So that was my week 11. That was my Taysom, what, Taysom Hill. Hill? Oh, yeah. okay. My bad. I didn't know you were going over the top grip on my Saints defensive take on this thing so far. All right, well, we've got much more to come from week 11, including what is the unfortunate end to the season for one of the, I guess, maybe more impressive rookie quarterbacks, even though 
Uh, today oh. I texted you and thought, hey, w- what if the Bengals really have the bottom fallout and end up with the number one pick overall? You said, oh, you'd, tra- you said you'd trade Burrow and draft Trevor Lawrence. What'd you get? Damn right I would. I don't know if many people would argue Damn with you. Damn right on that I one. would. James Rapone's going to join us coming up in a bit. Uh, he's a pretty special dude. He's uh, covered Cincinnati for the last couple of years, has been in Ohio for a while. He'll give us some perspective on the injury to Joe Burrow and where the Bengals go from here. Plus, we're going to head to Vegas coming up next hour. Todd Furman is going to join us. And Matt Verderame, your boy. Verderam, Verderam. How do we say that right? Matt Verderam is our wrong. Matt Verderam is going to join us. Fan-sided in our final hour. Look at Lee DeLapp getting us someone to stay up late. Love it. So we'll wrap things up tonight with Matt. But uh, when we come back, let's learn more about what happened to Joe Burrow today and an injury update across the league with Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Arnie Plank on Fox Sports Radio on a Sunday night watching Patrick Mahomes potentially engineer a game-winning drive here is just not good. Is it killing you? Is right it killing now. you? Oh, it's absolutely killing me. Hey, <laughs> do you know what doesn't know is knowing that we have great partners like Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could ha- uh, save. Geico.com. Easy. We are joined right now by uh, one of our favorite dudes to talk to, covers the Bengals for SI, host of the Locked on Bengals podcast. James Rapine joins us. And obviously, James, it's one of the biggest stories in the NFL, uh, a, a scene that none of us like to see, and that was the injury to Joe Burrow mm. today. Can you, first and foremost, what have you heard? How's he doing? How's he handling things? I think he's handling things much like Joe Burrow. You would expect him to handle things, which is, is kind of crazy, but he just seems to respond to adversity the right way um, and, and certainly showed that with his tweet while the Bengals were still on the field. Tweets that, he, you know, I'll see you next year. Um, so I think he's handling things well, but obviously you're talking ACL and maybe more and, and they'll have to um, get the MRI results and, and, and things back to, to see for sure. That's what I was about to ask you. Was it the ACL and more or do we just not know what the and more is right now? We we don't know, but obviously you look at it, and I, I guess you can't go off of just that. But, I mean, it, it looked pretty bad, so I wouldn't be shocked at all if it was more. But I know initial tests uh, determined that it was the ACL. So I, it's, it's just really, really unfortunate for a, a good dude and a guy that I think Cincinnati was just completely all in on. I haven't heard one bad thing about Joe Burrow from any fans, and <laughs> And they were just so excited to have their guy. And, and to see him go down was uh, pretty heartbreaking. Uh, Patrick Mahomes with the touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. So the Chiefs have taken the lead oh. here with 30, well, 28 <laughs> seconds left in the game. Raiders have one timeout left, but this game's over. So that means I can focus on this show, which is great. <laughs> um, James. Okay, can you begin to tell us what Joe Burrow has started to mean to this team? And I know they're still not at an area where they're as competitive as they want to be uh, or where fans feel like they need to be. But if he sold hope, and everyone's talking about how impressed they've been with him. So from your perspective, can you give us a little slice of what he's meant to Cincinnati already? Oh, man. Uh, the, the most popular athlete in Cincinnati, uh, I haven't really – I'm trying to think, maybe Chad, the Chad Johnson era – but there hasn't really been a time where one guy, and I think it's different when it is the quarterback, has, has commanded the city the way he has. Everyone knows about him. Everyone's uh, focused on him, asking about him. Even the most casual sports fans, family, friends, go, hey, what do you think of Joe Burrow? Man, he's good, huh? And it's, it's crazy. And so when you see that this happened, this is something, guys, that I think Bengals fans have feared pre-draft. Because everyone knew that the offensive line was bad, and everyone knew that the the offensive line was a potential issue. And as the season started, it was with the amount of hits he had taken uh, through two weeks, three weeks, and all the way up to nine weeks going into today's game. And it's just uh, he had always popped back up despite dealing with a bunch of big hits. You probably saw the Chase Young hit in the first half where he popped right back up. We're used to seeing that, and he didn't uh, pop back up on Sunday. When Bengal fans go to sleep, what's the best case scenario they dream of? That they get an offensive line and that Burrow becomes like a, a Hall of Famer and that this team is on their way to the playoffs and more, maybe? That's exactly right. I, I think that's right. Like <laughs> I, uh, I, I've recorded a bunch of stuff since the game ended. I, I think if you want to look at this, 
uh, from an optimistic view, well, maybe this does force the organization and they do feel that pressure to put the right people in place, whether that's offensive line or coaching or whatever you think it is. And it certainly needs to be offensive line bare minimum, right? right. And, and they do that moving forward. And I don't think there's any doubt that, that Joe Burrow is going to attack rehab and come back. And we, We've seen other quarterbacks come back and have – you know, successful careers. And the, the one I can think of most recently, I think, is, is Deshaun Watson, what he was able to do. And he's kind of in a similar situation where he's had to carry Houston. Well, well, the Bengals, they, they need to do their part so, so Joe Burrow doesn't have to carry them all the time. One of the big stories in the NFL today, the injury to Joe Burrow. We're, we're talking with James Rapine. He covers the Bengals for the uh, SI Locked On Bengals podcast. So you mentioned, and I, listen, I'm a draft dork, so I'm really going uh, like 900 miles an hour forward here. But with the Jets and the Jaguars kind of sitting at one and two and, and maybe Washington and Dallas around there, I mean, Cincinnati's the only team that's going to probably look offensive line and not quarterback. So, I mean, is there a chance you could end up with a guy like Panay Sewell who could be that left tackle forever? And is Williams going to be the fit in there, too, on that offensive line to protect Burrow? I think so. I, I think that's exactly who you look at. And they, they believe in, in Jonah Williams. He's a guy who's been their most consistent offensive lineman this year outside of a couple games that he missed due to injury. So if you can get Sewell on the other side, then you feel pretty good about the two tackle positions. And then they're going to have to do something they haven't done as an organization. They're going to have to spend at the guard spot. You know, you're going to have to go out and, and that, that could mean spending by investing high picks at guard or spending, go get a, a free agent. And I think that that's, um, it, it's a priority because they, they have to find a way now uh, to do it. Because guys, if you've watched the Bengals, if anybody's watched the Bengals, it's been really quick passing. Joe Burrow, he was out in the, uh, on the second drive of the third quarter through 32 passes today. 32 or 34, wow. either way. He was on pace for like 60 passes. So it's a lot of passes. Uh, they couldn't run the ball effectively. And, and, and even in a game like today where they did, they were still relying on Burrow a ton. So that's if you're going to do that and play that way, well, then guess what? You've got to have an offensive line. So I think Sewell is certainly a guy they'll look at. Oh, well, wait a minute here. Well, if he's going to talk and ask you a draft question, I have to ask you one. What happens if Cincinnati goes to number two, has the number two pick, because Jacksonville passes them somehow, and they're offered a boatload of, of, of picks for that? Everybody's going to want fields. They'll just say, here, give us, come on, give, it, give me more, 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 and then they'll just drop down and, and take like five, six picks from somebody. Sure. I think, I think you got to entertain that as well. I don't think it's a no-brainer one way or the other. I, I'm very much of the mindset to listen to any and all offers always because you, you never know what you're going to get offered. And you're right, there will be uh, a team or two that, that is desperate. And I, I will say this, they do have the tiebreaker over Jacksonville. They won the head-to-head uh, earlier oh, this year, I think in week four. So with bad. that tie, Jacksonville is going to have mm. to, to rally here over the final <laughs> six weeks of the season to, to overtake the Bengals. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's too bad. Sorry I like, about that. I like the way you laid that out. They got the tiebreaker. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, listen, James, a final thought before I let you get out of here, and I appreciate you staying to play with us. But you've seen every team now in the AFC North. I mean, <laughs> what a wild story with the great start for Pittsburgh. Not even great start now. We're 10 games in for them, and they're 10-0. and 0, But, man, it's crazy to try to figure out what's going on with Baltimore and just how good Cleveland might be. How do you see that division and then the playoff race shaping up with the two teams that are battling for a spot in the AFC North right now? Oh, it's a tough division. There's no doubt. I think a lot of people are waiting on Pittsburgh to almost come back to earth 
but but they have the the right coach and I think the right defense where you can keep waiting and they're just going to keep winning. So I, I think they're really good and I, I was shocked at how good the, those wide receivers are. I think that's the the surprise, maybe one of the biggest surprises of the league because Deontay Johnson, you had heard of him and Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, he's had some success, but those two guys playing really well and then Chase Claypool makes them a really really dangerous team. And then yeah, I'm shocked at how bad the Ravens have been. I really am. I think they're one of the most talented rosters in the league, and they, they're just not the same team and not the team I expected. That being said, I'm not going to say that they're not going to make the playoffs. I expect them to, to, to make a push here and make the playoffs. By the way, they play the Bengals in Week 17, so if they need to uh, get a win in their end type of scenario, I like their chances. And then as, as far as Cleveland goes, Kevin Stefanski's done a great job. I was in Cleveland for a lot of the Freddie Kitchens era, and that was, uh, that was rough to say the least. And I, I think the, the fact that you're able to – uh, see an adult go in there and, and win and win the way I think that team should win, which is Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Uh, they don't have a lot of defense there outside of Miles Garrett, but I, I certainly think they could get the 9 or 10 wins as well. I wouldn't be shocked if those three teams all make the playoffs in the AFC. I, I, I don't think I would uh, disagree with you right now. James, thanks for the time, buddy. We appreciate it. Great work as always. Thanks, James. S- sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, it's James Rapine, Bengals reporter and SI host of the Locked On Bengals podcast. All right, well, I'm going to take the rest of the show off. Yeah, what's wrong? Uh, Are you bummed out? You okay? I'm going to go drink. Apparently, I don't know what's Nick, wrong. Apparently, Nick Kwiatkowski and Jonathan Abram decided to double-team a patch of grass at the 15-yard <laughs> line and leave Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone. Oh, that was great. Anyway, Steve DeSager is here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios to get us caught up, and also it's a final in Vegas tonight for the Chiefs. But see, Woo. Mahomes didn't throw to the patch of grass, did he? Woo. So it almost worked Correct. there. Correct. Uh, Chiefs 35-31 winning at Las Vegas tonight after what turned out to be a very much seesaw fourth quarter. The Raiders had just retaken the lead with under two minutes to go. And then the Chiefs go seven plays, 75 yards in only a minute 15. Mahomes' 22-yard touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey is the game winner. You mentioned the first downs earlier. The Chiefs wound up with 73 plays and 36 first downs. Literally almost half of their plays resulted in first downs in this game tonight. Wow. That's astounding. Only nine drives, and they had 36 first downs and 35 points. Could have been more. Remember, they had the at the goal line right before halftime the interception and it looks like that it was looking like that was going to cost them because they were down three there in the final minute of the game but no Mahomes pulls it out and the Chiefs are now nine and one the the one lost the Chiefs had lost at home to the Raiders last month and that was a 40 to 32 final so next Sunday Kansas City will be at Tampa Bay the Bucks first have to play tomorrow night at home against the Rams Indianapolis is seven and three at one in overtime against Green Bay 34 31 the Packers fumbled on the first possession of OT. Next Sunday, Tennessee 7-3 at Indy. Tennessee won in overtime at Baltimore 30-24. Derrick Henry, the game-winning touchdown run of 29 yards. Denver and the Chargers each won. Pittsburgh's 10-0 now. Dallas came back to win 31-28 at Minnesota. Kirk Cousins had three touchdown passes, but the Cowboys won on a TD with under two minutes to go. Andy Dalton's third touchdown pass. Cleveland is 7-3 after edging Philadelphia 22-17. The Eagles are 3-6-1 and still first place in the NFC East. And 
And Philadelphia says Carson Wentz is still the starting quarterback there. Next up for them on the schedule, Seattle at Philadelphia in a Monday nighter just over a week away. New Orleans and Houston each one. Carolina as well. Washington beats Cincinnati 20-9. Yes, rookie quarterback Joe Burrow out for the year with the torn ACL. His plant leg was hit just after he threw. And then Ryan Finley came on and was sacked four times. College football, Washington State's game against Washington was postponed. Number eight ranked BYU has turned down a chance to play 2-0 Washington this coming weekend. BYU at 9-0 first wanted to see its college football playoff ranking come out on Tuesday night, according to our Bruce Feldman. Also, Fresno State's Friday game against San Diego State has already been canceled. Alabama's the unanimous number one in the new AP College football poll. And finally, more NBA news tonight. The Lakers signed Marc Gasol and traded center JaVale McGee to Cleveland. Toronto gets free agent center Aaron Baines and two max contract extensions, four years plus an option year. The Celtics with Jason Tatum and Utah in keeping Donovan Mitchell. Back to you. Hey, thanks to Sager. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Oh, we got Todd loss. coming up next Oof. hour. And Oof. in the final hour of the show, we're going to talk to your buddy, Matt. Tell me again. Verderam. Verderam. What are we going to Well, he's a big Kansas City Chief fan. Or obviously, we'll be talking about that game from here on out for the rest of the night, I assume. I thought we were going to talk about the greatness of Tua the rest of this wow, show. Wow, look at you taking shots. I'm trying to be nice to you, and look you're what you're doing. You're not trying to be nice. I am. I'm just not very good at it. Right. You're horrible at it. <laughs> I honestly think that Arnie sends us Christmas gifts so he can talk S the rest of the year. <laughs> That's exactly why. And then be able to say, I've sent you syrup. I sent, I sent you, you syrup. syrup. That's right. good for a whole year talking smack. What's wrong with you? Uh, there's a lot of really good things to get to, though, from Week 11 of the National yeah. Football League. Uh, and I want to go back to something we were talking with James Rapine about, and that's Baltimore. So if we continue with our theme of things we learned in Week 11, or yeah. maybe more specifically after Week 11, I know this, I can honestly say I don't know what's going on in Baltimore right now. I don't know. If uh, this is just a little phase they're going through and they're going to turn it around and be fine, I don't know if we start reading into whether or not there was you know too much that's given away with their offensive scheme. I mean, I I just don't know, Arnie, because usually they've been able to make fo- up for it with a nasty defense, and that hasn't even been there for them. And listen, that was a great game today with the Tennessee Titans, right? It was a fun game. You had yes. a pregame scrap beforehand, oh, I love but that. I just don't know what to make of this team right now. You don't know what to make of the team. You know exactly what to make of the team. You just don't want to say it. Um, You don't want to say that Lamar Jackson's not a great quarterback like you thought he was based on what he did last year. And then he got bounced out of the playoffs, and now he's following up that year with a subpar year. Um, The guy's not an MVP candidate. The guy is a good quarterback. That is it. And maybe we put him too high on a pedestal. That's why the Ravens have taken a step backwards. Well, he did win the MVP last year. So you can say he's not an MVP candidate this year. Right. But right. Arnie, that's he, why he, that's... the trophy's not getting taken away from him from last year. So. No, 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 no. I, okay, um, let me rephrase it. Maybe I didn't say it right. He's Lamar Jackson this year to Lamar Jackson last year is two different quarterbacks, okay? Um, I agree. Not even close. I, we may never see that Lamar Jackson that we saw last year. 
Um, he's not a MVP candidate this year, and I don't know if he ever will be again. I don't know if he'll ever go back um, to that year that he had last year, and I think people are starting to figure him out. I, I heard something interesting. You know, John Middlecoff, we usually get a chance to talk with him on the show, uh, what, about every other week or so. Three and Out podcast, really good football listen. And he brought up something about Greg Roman that, that caught my eye. And I know, Arnie, usually you couldn't care less about offensive right. coordinators. But he said, remember, that was the scheme with Kaepernick and the Niners with Jim Harbaugh. And after a couple of seasons – and don't get me wrong, they were great seasons. There was an NFC championship, two NFC championships there. There was a Super Bowl trip. Uh, but then they kind of started hitting the skids, and people started figuring things out, and they were slowing it down. And I, I know that when we talk about cap, no one wants to bring that up, and that's fine. I mean, I'm not here to talk about that conversation right now. But, I mean, listen, people figure out his offenses. It takes them a while, and they have a lot of success, and maybe Greg Roman becomes predictable. And I don't know because – you can't just shift it. You have to have a special offense that's geared towards his skill set, yeah. right? Isn't it funny that they figure out the offense uh, when they take a lead? Because when this guy's down, when Lamar Jackson's down Trouble. at halftime, um, he has like one win. He's like one in six or something like that. The guy can't mount the comeback. So, um, you know, what are you going to say to that? Oh, they figured out the offense? Well, sure, they figured it out. That's why they're ahead at halftime, for crying out loud. He has to make some comebacks. He has to make some adjustments. I don't think he's making too much adjustments when he can't mount a comeback in six or seven games. Yeah, that's it's disappointing, I think, more than anything else. And you're looking at it. If the Ravens are in the NFC right now, we're just saying, ah, oh, they'll struggle. They'll be okay when they get to the playoffs. But the NFC, it's a beast. I mean, you're looking at a, a, a conference to where, gosh, what have we talked about? Ten and six might have you on the outside looking in right now. Ravens are not in the playoffs right now. No. No, no they're not. And listen, I, I, I know that I'm a Raiders guy, but at six and four, you might kind of laugh if you look at the Raiders' schedule this year and a couple of their bad losses, but that's a team that played without one of its better defensive players, uh, two of them, to be honest with you, and we're, we're able to hang tight with the Chiefs. You think they're going anywhere? You think suddenly now Indy or Tennessee is going to fall off the map? Cleveland has played in atrocious weather the last few weeks, and all they've done is win back-to-back games. And listen, I, I, I'm not here to tell you that two is the next great thing, but I don't think he's as bad as we saw today. They're a week removed. Oh from beating Arizona. So I get my, my point that I'm making, Arnie, taking me a long time to get there, yeah, but no is. one's going to fall down in front of you like uh, <laughs> you, you might have happened in the NFC. I mean, you're sitting maybe if you're in that six or seven seed, you're six and three, six and four, but I mean, you could easily fall apart and have a five and five team okay. slide into the playoffs. That's Chris, not happening in the, in the AFC. Chris, one game separates in the AFC team three to team nine. Um, that means you could either be a three seed or you could be one of two teams not even making the playoffs based on one game differential. I've never seen, what is it, two, four, seven teams separated by one game before. That's, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, and you know it's, it's kind of wild because two of those teams play in the same division. Right, you, yeah, have, yeah. you have Indy and Tennessee are in the same division. Meanwhile, Bills got, and Dolphins in the same division. Oh my gosh, yeah, you got Baltimore there. I, I, I guess, excuse me, Buffalo there. I guess I kind of looked past them being seven and three after what happened to them last week with a Hail Mary. So, yeah, it's crazy. Hail Murray, right, Hail Murray. Oh, I'm sorry, that's right, Hail <laughs> Murray. From here on out, I guess, I guess, Arnie, I'm just, I'm so impressed with the play top to bottom in the AFC right now. I think it's been fun to follow it. That, there's really good teams in the NFC. I'm not, and I'm not trying to be that guy that says, "Oh, when they get to the playoffs, it's going to be all AFC." It's just fascinating to see how this thing has played out. I mean, Indy, 
beats the number one seed in the NFC heading into today. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was a miraculous comeback by Green Bay to put themselves in that position late. And Indy really blew a couple of chances to blow that thing open. But you're looking at a team that's sitting right now with the Colts as the, what, four seed in the AFC that, that beat the one seed in the NFC heading I into I believe today. the first five seeds, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Colts, and Titans, could all represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Sure, maybe somebody else like a Cleveland or the Raiders or Baltimore Dolphins, but um, realistically, I think those first five have a legitimate shot at uh, finding themselves in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I can't believe this is not a fun sports talk segment. We're supposed to argue and yell and scream at each other. And well, I'm trying to be stupid. nice to you because your Raiders lost. I know you're very crabby today. I, I'll be crabby for the next uh, hour. And, that's uh, it? Then I that's, think all it takes you, that's all it takes you to get over a bad loss like that? On to Atlanta. On to Atlanta. And no, be no, I just I, need an hour. Just it kills me because then I have to watch all the replays on the on all the highlights, and it just it's like a knife twisting in me, and mm. takes me like until the next game. But see, the good news is for me, Arnie, I have a college football team that I can turn to to winning games, and you have oh, what, who is that? You change your team, Arizona. Wow, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. Ow. Did you watch last night, or were you too busy lamenting what Washington did? To you? I just looked at the points that we scored. I didn't watch Washington. Did they score more? <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the points that you guys scored, you didn't yeah. watch much at all. 27. Yesterday. We had 27, I think, in the fourth quarter. <laughs> when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's hit your tweets. An incredible day in the NFL. And tomorrow, well, I'm sorry, later this week, we're going to have our first four-team playoff rankings. And there's one really interesting debate that's currently taking place as we count down to the four-team playoff question mark in college football it's already in plank on a football sunday right here on fox sports radio ah okay i'm over it arnie oh really Good. get out yeah. of here absolutely You're chiefs not a beat real the raiders fan. tonight 35 to 31 yeah no no fan at all no uh, from somebody who get over it that fast changed his mind a thousand times on things uh wow I I am uh, I'll wear this one. That was a hell of a drive by Patrick Mahomes. They're the world uh, world champs for a reason. Uh, but think about this: <laughs> the Chiefs now over the last calendar year are eighteen and one. If you include the playoffs, wow, eighteen and one. That's tied for the fifth best record by any team over a one year span since the NFL moved to a sixteen game schedule in nineteen seventy eight. The current record by the Chiefs is the best by any team since the Packers went 20-1 and from January of 2011 to January of 2012. Holy bleep, Arnie. That's an incredible run right now by Kansas City. I was trying to think. Dolphins went, what, 14-0, won the three playoff games, 17-0. and Mm-hmm. And then they must have lost in the following year that I take it or what? Well, it's uh, what, what year was that? Because this is since, 72. Uh, okay. Well, this was – see, you never listened to me. Uh, over a one-year span since the NFL moved to a 16-game schedule in 78. Okay. So, so I was off six years. Big deal. Look how crabby you are because your Raiders lost. What are you talking about? <laughs> the more I think about it, the more I kind of get excited about how teams respond. Because this isn't college football. College football, you lose one game or – yeah, you don't play well for a half, and you're done. NFL, you can lose a few games and bounce back. Now, 
Speaking of bouncing back, I, yeah. I did have to bring this up. for Because oh, I was going to bring up the NFC East, and I know that might have people running away from their radios, but is there another direction you want to go here, Stinking Genius? No, no, you just uh, you said something about college. We'll get to college later on. I, I'm doing a about face on something I said last night. Already? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I was on BYU because I was making a case for BYU to maybe get into the playoffs, play uh, Cincinnati, and winner gets in. But after I hear them cower out and won't play Washington, yeah. I, I don't. They don't deserve a spot now. Forget about you guys. Now, I, again, I think that there is a little bit more to that story. I'm not uh, defending uh, them. Not what I, I heard, but go ahead. To yes. it. No, I'm just saying there's yeah. a lot of. I think what happened is the first yeah. report came out. And the initial response was, oh, you're scared to play. You're waiting for your ratings. <laughs> I like that report better. I like that and one. I yeah. know. That's that's like yeah. it bleeds and leads. That's the good one, yeah. But uh, there might be more, too. We'll get into that coming up next hour. But yeah. let me let me point this yeah. out to you. All right. Is it, I know that you're going to give me one of those, yeah, obviously I've been saying this for a while. But today it was so bad I even texted you. <laughs> and and I try not we try not to bother each other until we get closer to showtime. But I'm sitting and I, and I'm watching the the red zone, and I, I like watching Baker play. So I, I flipped it over to watch some of the Browns, and I, I'm catching some shrapnel from what is going on with Carson Wentz. Oh, this it, it he this ain't it, man. And I don't know what's happened there, and I don't know if this is a dude that has been dinged up too many times and it's in his head. I don't know if you, if not having a security blanket like Nick Foles there has hurt him. You have his coach coming out and saying, ah, I can't can't bench your starter. It sends the wrong message. I, because I, st- I look at these playoff standings, and they're still in the playoffs. They're, they're the fourth seed right now. They're going to have a home playoff game. But Arnie, this is this is a hard watch with Carson Wentz right now. He is just he's struggling big time. Uh, if you know, it's amazing if the Dolphins could bench Tua after three games, three and a half games. I don't see why the Eagles could not bench Carson Wentz. They're separated by a half game. The whole division is separated by a half a game, which is amazing. I've I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, you know, ten weeks or eleven weeks into the football season. But back to Carson Wentz. Look, I know there's injuries, offensive line, this, that, and the other. I don't want to hear it anymore. Everybody has injuries. You know, the Raiders almost came in with half their defense with COVID until they got reinstated. Um, you know, people are going to go ahead and you have to deal with stuff like that. And, um, you know, if, if you got to get rid of the, the, the quarterback and the, and the coach, so be it. Then that's what you got to do for next year. It is shocking. I mean, and I won't lie to you, Arnie, because I'm a big believer in Carson Wentz heading into this year. I thought, oh, he just needs time. He needs to get healthy. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. They play Seattle next week. Then they go to Green Bay. Arnie, then they play the New Orleans Saints. Oh, that's 0 for 3. They're not going to win the division. That That's a five-game losing skid that you're going to be in the midst of. Oh, and by the way, do you know what your next game is after that? You're going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Who My G-men are winning the division. Look out. Arnie's Giants are going to the playoffs. But Eagle fan, help me out here. I mean, what's going on? And I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is the answer, but sure, surely Carson Wentz is not. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, your tweet's next with Arnie and Plank. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hour two, Todd Furman coming up next. Yep. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Got so much still to get to, man. Yeah, I can't I believe don't... you're over it already that your team lost. Yeah, you, man. You, you, gotta... you take dumping. If you uh, if your girlfriend dumped you, you didn't take long to get over that, I suppose. Huh? Well, if she dumped me but said that she was going to... I don't know, get naked for me next week. I think I'd be fine. I mean, I can't think of any other more humane way to put it. Sorry. Uh, but I get to watch this team play again next Sunday. Uh, so I'll uh, be fine with it by that point. Wow. Uh, we got a little Carson Wentz battle going on on Twitter. You want you want to get into it or you want to just move on? It's up to you. It's pretty no, good No, that's stuff. fine. Yeah, I mean, okay. there's a lot of people commenting. Fine, let's go at it. Okay, so this is from Bubba. I like Bubba a lot. He writes, diehard Eagles fan here. Wentz is in his head too much. They need to bench him for a game or two. It was done to Cunningham and McNabb, and they came back on fire. One way or the other, you're losing the next two games, so give it a shot. I don't mind that idea. I, I think sometimes, listen, I'm everything to me reverts back to something that happens with the Raiders or the Oklahoma Sooners, 
But Arnie, I think it worked out okay when Lincoln Riley benched Spencer Rattler in the first half of the Texas game. <laughs> he's he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the country since. Sometimes it's just getting away from it, seeing it, thinking oh, I I might have forced that. I'll t- I mean, for me, I, I it, it sucks whenever I you know have to listen to another show that I'm typically on, or I'm on vacation, or I can't make it in. And when I listen to it, I think about a much different world. I'm not trying to compare myself to a quarterback. I'm just saying sometimes time away can be good, and maybe that's what Carson Wentz needs right now. Because it's not all his fault. That roster kind of stinks right now. Well, I'm not sure what you're trying to get out of him. He's never going to be the quarterback that you think he's going to be. He's never going to be a quarterback that's going to take it to the Super Bowl. Nick Foles won you that Super Bowl. Um, I would just keep him in there at this point and just say, you know what, finish out the year, and we're going to move on from you afterwards. we got to find the place to ship you out or somebody else to take you. Or I mean, I'm just looking on my Twitter now. Uh, uh, Patriot fans are like, let's talk about the Sean Watson coming to the to the Patriots. Patriots are going to be looking for a quarterback. A lot of teams going to be looking for a quarterback, and they're not necessarily always going to be in the draft. You got to move on from this guy. Just just move on. Um, let him finish out the year. If you can win the division, so be it. If you can't, then uh, you just say, look, we gave you plenty of opportunity. Goodbye. Uh, send us a postcard for wherever you land. Well, uh, James who is probably the closest thing to a real Twitter person that we have uh, because he has, let's see, three, six, eight numbers behind his name. And anytime you have eight <laughs> numbers behind your name, you're that legit, means you're huh? legit, right? Okay. Uh, but he writes, you said you watched some of the Browns game, but did you But just talk about Wentz's struggles? Did you watch him getting hit or sacked on almost every play? No quarterback in the NFL has been hit or sacked more than him all season long. He's not playing bad. It's not all his fault. I mean, it's never all one guy's fault, but listen, not every sack is on your offensive line. And that award went to somebody else. The it's not all his fault award that went to Daniel Jones. I thought right. already. So, right. or, or, it's not all his fault. Uh, oh, that Joe Burrow's got that award. I I keep forgetting who has that award. It gets passed around from week to week. It's never all one guy's fault. But go play left guard if you don't want that responsibility of getting a <laughs> finger pointed at you whenever things aren't going well. Go be the third string tight end when you're in 13 personnel or something, man. If you don't want the finger pointed at you, then don't play quarterback. And that's what's going to happen. It happens everywhere. Do you think Arnie wants to argue about the center? Damn, Arnie, they got to make a change from Kelsey. What's going on there? No, he'd laugh. He'd fire me before we even got that far. This is about quarterback. This is about quarterback play. And even though I think you would agree with me, stinking genius, you want to replace about half the quarterbacks in the NFL right now with a draft pick. But still, that's what it comes down to. You have to be good at the most important position. if you had to take one, Sam Darnold, or Carson Wentz, or Mitch Trubisky? I'd resign. <laughs> <laughs> if I said... You know, I got to tell you something. Go ahead, go You ahead. know, there's some positives. I think you could win with a Sam Darnold. I think in the right situation, maybe you could win with a Carson Wentz, though. Uh, you got to be the perfect situation, and I'm not so sure you could win with anything with Trubisky, I guess. I will say, no, he's above 500 with his starts, I think. If there's one thing that I've learned in watching the, oh gosh, let's see, are we on like a 20-year rebuild with the Raiders right now? But if there's one thing from being someone who watches every snap of every game of every minute that they play, is you have, I'm not necessarily saying that it's all on uh, the, the quarterback, but you've got to have a confident quarterback You've got to have a really good offensive line, yep. and you have to have a running game. 
And if I know those are, and if everyone wants to say, well, yeah, every team wants that. Well, yeah, and not every team has it. And guess where they are? They suck. So I guess my point more than anything else is, you're right, dude. It's not all on Carson Wentz. But I mean, do you want to debate the right guard? That's not what's no, going to happen. No, you here. can't, and you can't fire everybody else and keep the quarterback. Um, just like you can't fire the team and keep the coach. That's that's why you may have to move on. Heck, the, the Cowboys may have to move on without Dak Prescott. And look at the type of year that he was having before he got hurt. You know, it's going to be very interesting, boy. You want to you want to really go down a rabbit hole? Yeah. And the Cowboys did win today. We'll hit some of the highlights whenever we. Uh, Final hour when we hit the locker room and play some of the great calls of the day. But if you're Jerry Jones, and I, there's no moves to be made, right? I mean, you you have what you have. We're past the trade deadline. Right. It's not going to magically become someone available in free agency unless you want to go get Earl Thomas or Tony Jefferson who aren't playing right now. But I just – do you start kind of thinking, all right, Team Tank's not going to happen because, my gosh, the Jets – I have this thing down to an art – and the Jaguars are a close second right now to make sure one of them gets Trevor Lawrence and, and Justin Fields. Do you maybe reset your focus to say, hey, we can make the playoffs here? It might not be going anywhere, but, I mean, this NFC East thing, Arnie, is wide open right now, and they look pretty good today. Oh, you think? No, if you're Jerry, you're just like, get us in the playoffs, and we could make a run, even without Dak. Andy Dalton can do it. He's feeling good. He's a good quarterback. Zeke had his first 100-yard game all season long. We've got the receivers. The defense is playing better. Yeah, he's delusional. He can talk himself into that. <laughs> he's the owner. I, I can see him doing something like that. By the way, I don't know if we mentioned this, that we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I guess you might say, well, no, duh, Plank. They want to make the playoffs. But I feel like a couple of weeks ago, Arnie, our big conversation was, should they just tank? <laughs> Which, again, seemed to be the conversation for about five or six teams. But, hell, man, they, you know, they, so they funny might be able to get it done. In the NFC East, you can do both, win the division and tank. So you can get away with doing both in that division. <laughs> you can. I like it. I like it. Uh, uh, Arik writes, last night, Arnie, you were talking about the breeze hit and penalty. What about the helmet-to-helmet hit on Cousins that wasn't called today? That ended up in a fumble and a Cowboy touchdown. To me, it just seems like there's no consistency in these penalties. It's also the way, you know, sometimes you don't get the right angle at it. And I don't know. What am I going to say? Sometimes they slide too long, uh, too early. Cam Newton, somebody almost took his head off um, because he slid a little bit too late. They didn't make any contact. But, man, if they done it, they would have just, just destroyed him. So, I don't know. There isn't any consistency. We, we try to do the best we can, but um, get down. Get down early. That's what I got to tell you. You know, th- there's so many things that there's just no consistency in, in, in football right now. There's no consistency in truly knowing what a catch is still to right. this day, and we're not being smart, Alex. That's the truth. There's no consistency in what's considered, you know, a, a personal foul. And there sure as heck is, isn't any consistency in roughing the passer because I it, I was watching with the sound down, the red zone, whenever Joey Boza got hit for roughing the passer on Joe right. Flacco. Did you see that? Did you see that roughing the yes, passer? Yes, I did, yeah. Did they call that on Bosa who was crawling and just trying to grab him around his legs? Because that could have been – the all-time worst roughing the passer call, Arnie, I think I've ever seen. Even if yeah, they got Yeah, but they're consistent in that, though. They're, con- they're you're not allowed to do that, yeah. They're consistent that they're bad? That you no, can't they're consistent tackle a guy? That- 
that if you grab them around the ankles or the or the feet uh, because you got put to the ground, um, that you can't hit them low when they have the ball like that. They're, they're, they've been pretty consistent uh, in that call, I believe. Okay, so again, I think there's a difference between hitting a guy low and yeah. then grabbing him around his right. legs to sack right. him. I don't disagree right. with you that, hey, you can't yeah. go down there with bad intentions, but right. legit it was almost as if he just grabbed his legs to bring him down. Uh, you know what? I got to be honest with you. Authentic Allen might be the most intriguing Twitter follower to this show <laughs> because I, I don't know if he likes anything. I mean, honestly, Allen, I, I'll scroll your timeline like, dude, does this guy like anything or anyone? Because it's all just a little ball of hate, and it's kind of like my I internal monologue. I love that. I love the ball of hate. There's, there's a part of me that thinks it's your burner account sometimes, Arnie. Uh, but he writes, <laughs> Arnie, I guess it doesn't matter if you're in the pocket or out of the pocket. You can still get hurt. Unfortunately, that's football. Sincerely, all athletic quarterbacks, you and the media, seem to worry about needlessly. Hashtag get well soon, JB. Well, what is his point there? That I'm saying that if you're in the in the pocket, you can't get hurt? I don't remember saying that one in the blank. But I think well, yeah. if, if I can translate that. Yeah, please translate it for me. You seem to be concerned with mobile quarterbacks always getting hurt. That seemed, for instance, anytime we talk about Lamar Jackson, I feel like you bring up the injury problem. No, I don't care about problem. him getting. Right. I don't care about him getting hurt. My my point was that he wasn't the same quarterback last year that he is this year. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out. You know, everybody says you need a mobile quarterback. You need a running quarterback. If that's true, then why wasn't uh, Taysom Hill? Uh, oh, you know, people take him with open arms. Why didn't they think he was going to be a good quarterback? Is he mobile? Um, he, he certainly could play the position. He could throw downfield. He doesn't have the best of arms, but he can throw it downfield. I thought he did a good job. Um, yeah, you need a mobile quarterback, but Lamar Jackson is not the same quarterback that he was last year. Yeah, I, I just maybe. I'm trying to read into it. I just don't know. But yeah. I think generally, and Lamar Jackson might not be the best idea, I think you worry about mobile quarterbacks getting hurt. Could be wrong, but thanks for the uh, tweet, Alan. I finally read you. And uh, then, uh, then Jason writes, you got to get stinking geniuses take on Tua getting benched for his poor performance in 60 minutes. The show really, really, really needs Arnie's reaction to this. Oh, let me tell you, if I was in high school, I would have done the, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to the prom, and then asked somebody else. And, and I would have gone with somebody else. But it's too late now. I can't do anything about it because there's nobody else to ask for the prom um, because Trevor's already going with somebody else. So I, you know, I, I can't hang out with him. I guess it's Tua or nobody, and I really feel like going. So I, I, I guess I got to go with Tua. There's no answer now. There's no other choice a couple weeks ago four or five weeks ago I thought there was a choice that maybe the Texans would finish with the top uh, one of the top two picks and then get Trevor Lawrence because the Dolphins have that selection I'm not going to get lucky anymore considering the Texans just beat the Patriots so it's going to be over for my dad it's got to be two or nothing and let me tell you something when the, when two had 93 yards I almost got sick to my stomach over that you know <laughs> I was it was it was funny. I was worried about you a little bit because I know how you went ahead and called off for the Super Bowl show last week because you were going to watch your Dolphins play in Tampa. Yeah. I sent uh, Shapiro uh, an email saying I won't be working the Super Bowl. Yeah. But now yeah. did you did you call back in and say I'm available if you need me? Is that Yeah, he sent how... me an email. He goes, Are you sure about that now? So yeah. <laughs> you sure about that? Oh yeah, I'm pretty I was pretty sure about it. Not so, so much now. Hey, here's a question. I, I hadn't even thought about this based off the the benching today. 
Does he start again next week? He is going to start next week. I thought I thought they said okay. that he's still the starter. I must have missed that somewhere. Then I just yeah. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. You'll double check me. I'm sure I'll double check you on yeah. that. But yeah. Oh, and uh, boy, how about this little tidbit of breaking? By the way, news. bad throw by Fitzpatrick. I, I was losing my marbles. What are you trying to do? Force it in like that for crying out loud? What? Oh, oh on the interception where you yeah, overthrew the, the receiver. <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't even close. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I could have made that interception. Justin Simmons, by the way, with the pick in that game. You'll hear that in our highlights. No, uh, sure yeah, okay. Will. So they confirm they're going to go back. Breaking news. They're going to go back to two and give them an opportunity to start again yeah. next week for your Dolphins, which is the right thing. Of though, course it is. Though, is it? Because next week you're going up against the Jets, Arnie, and they, uh, they've they been pretty – And then Cincinnati. Dolphins only going to lose one more game the rest of the year, and that, that may be to Kansas City. So, basically, they're going to string off six straight wins to wrap this bad boy up, finish 12-4 and four oh, on the season. Three toughest games at the Raiders, at Buffalo, and Kansas City. Um, we could take two of those three. You know that the, the Broncos aren't necessarily good. And you got beat by them today. So yeah, I know. Every look, you're not as good as your last game. You're not as bad as your last game. So they they put together. We should have beat them. I'm sick over this. If we end up not making the playoffs, it will be because of a game like this. <laughs> by, by the way, I I, I know we got to break. Todd Furman's coming up, but I you almost pulled off the greatest prediction in the history of mankind. Whenever you six said in that, a row. The, that the Dolphins had won and three would win six straight games. Unfortunately, Arnie, they only won five. Let's head to Vegas. Yeah, but I Todd still get Fur- credit for it, though. Sure, why not? You'll credit yourself. <laughs> Todd Furman joins us next. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. We are joined right now by Todd Furman, FS1's Fox Bet Live. Uh, Todd, what a finish in the Raiders-Chiefs game tonight. And let's see, did that end up with the Raiders cover? Was it seven and a hook? Was it seven and a half? Yeah, the Raiders got there without much sweat, to be quite honest, Chris. I mean, the Chiefs never led by anything more than a touchdown in that particular game. So if you grab the points with the Raiders, that was the definition of rocking chair. Unfortunately, (laughs) money line backers were not so fortunate, and those that had over tickets, a little bigger sweat than they anticipated with the high-scoring start early on, because if the Raiders don't ultimately take the lead with Kansas City answering, the game could potentially fall 28-24 and staying under the closing number. Todd, we're going to roll tape from last week. This was from last week. Todd, you got to take Indiana plus the 20 and a half. They're going to keep it close. <laughs> Todd, I was well, right Arnie, on that one. Was, was I right on that one, Todd, or what? Boom. You were, and you had an opportunity to grab them plus 34 in-game when they faced a 35-7 deficit, Ooh. and it looked like Ohio State was poised to run away and hide. But you have to give Tom Allen's team a ton of credit. They showed that they belonged on the biggest stage with the big boys. Michael Penix answered the bell at every turn. And I think it's also a little bit alarming if you're an Ohio State fan thinking what a team like Alabama, Florida, or Clemson could do to you in a playoff unless you solidify that secondary which, quite frankly, won't get tested again until they play in the big stage. Wow. That's unbelievable. Wow. I got to admit, I was shocked, especially when it was 35 to, what, three, and I shut it off for a little bit. The next thing I know, <laughs> next, I, I almost texted Arnie. I'm like, you still want 20 uh, yeah. in Indiana here? <laughs> yes, but I do. Yes, again, I, I got to stop. Oh, there's no way. You probably were trying to fire the coach <laughs> after the first quarter. Uh, Todd, I, I still can't help but just almost like do the win and Garth bow to you guys, especially you, because – the challenges in college football right now, day-to-day, week-to-week, I don't know how you guys are able to figure out you know, who's in and who's out. I don't know how you guys are able to truly gauge how you think a team is going to respond. I mean, look at Nebraska is a great example. I mean, they were a double-digit favorite and, I mean, absolutely laid an egg. What, I feel like I ask you this a lot, but is the challenge getting harder as, as COVID numbers spike Should and be the season progresses? I don't think it's getting easier by any stretch, but it does add a layer of complexity to the betting market that you normally don't have to go through. Now, November in and of itself can always be challenging because you have a lot of teams that have already cashed out for the season. They're not focused, and for teams that aren't fighting for bowl eligibility, they may show up once against their bitter rival, and that's about the extent of it. But yesterday we had the perfect illustration. You had a Virginia Tech team that had lost two games in heartbreaking fashion to Liberty and Miami in back-to-back weeks. Pittsburgh had dealt with some COVID cases. No one was quite sure how they were going to be impacted. It breaks about 45 minutes before kickoff that Pitt could be down eight starters. That number goes from three out to seven. And Pitt's a side that I personally liked all week long. 
back off a little bit. Number closed at seven. Virginia Tech completely no-shows, and Pitt wins the game 47-14. to 14. So trying to get into the psychology of these 18- to 21-year-olds is challenging under normal circumstances, only gets to be more so uh, in a year like this with so much uncertainty. But the same can be said in the game in your backyard, Chris. I'm not quite sure what happened in the Oklahoma State locker room before the game because it looked like the first 10 minutes uh, they were going through spring practice, spotted Oklahoma lead, and the Cowboys obviously could never recover. Arnie, I'll say this, and, and, I, and I know I'm not jumping on you here, but Oklahoma was shot out of a cannon, Todd. I've never seen them like that to start a game, and I've done this on as their sideline dude since 2011. And I don't know if they let a few more people in on Saturday night than they typically do, but that <laughs> felt that felt like a, a big-time atmosphere. And, you know, it's rare because you don't get that much this year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you look at some of the teams, and I know Iowa State had plans to have a big crowd in store, at least 30% at Jack Trice Stadium. For Kansas State, ultimately, they had to try and adjust on the fly. And we saw with Texas A&M against Florida. You can't tell me that they adhered to some of the occupancy protocols early in the season, and that was a game that provided the springboard that they needed. We look at Oklahoma, and I think at this point, you'd be foolish to say, hey, look, they're not on a crash course to meet Iowa State in a conference championship, although when you look at the number, the Cyclones could have their hands full going down to Austin this weekend as two-point underdogs. Uh, but there's no doubt. Spencer Rattler has taken the next steps. Lincoln Riley had a perfect script on the opening drive, but it looked like it took Oklahoma State a little bit of time to adjust to that kind of environment, where Oklahoma, not only offensively, but also on the defensive side, was flying around. Meanwhile, in Evanston, Northwestern didn't need the fans to impose their will physically against Wisconsin and make a statement for a side that a lot of us thought were pretenders, more so than contenders, who now have an inside track to meet Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship, assuming Everything remains status quo. I've never liked an 0-5 team more in my life than Penn State this weekend against Michigan. I told you, <laughs> go against Michigan. I tried to warn you guys. Nobody listened to me before the year on that. You know, this is a game, Arnie. Uh, it's funny because I actually fought with my podcast co-host for our Bet the Board show that we'll do for the holiday and try and preview some of the marquee games. I said there was absolutely no way I wanted to spend more than 37 seconds <laughs> to talk about Penn State and Michigan. And he comes at it from a different perspective and thinks it's fascinating for two blue blood programs to both be struggling the way they are. Oh. Michigan, of course, finds a way to win against Rutgers. Penn State 0-5 for the first time in program history. But you have to think that Penn State gets up for this game if they have anything left in the tank, but so hard to figure out what you're going to get from some of these teams week to week, uh, and quite frankly, uh, that's where you have to try and be willing to pass on a game rather than doing guesswork and flipping coins for a living. <laughs> How challenging is it to try to figure out what's gone wrong in Philadelphia right now as we shift back to the <laughs> NFL? I mean, what a mess I, the Eagles are. I don't think I have enough fingers on both hands, Chris, to point them in the direction of who has to take ownership for everything that is unraveled there. Simply mind-boggling in the span of six days, essentially, that you watch a quarterback like Nick Foles struggle mightily in Matt Nagy's offense uh, against the Minnesota Vikings, and then you watch Doug Peterson, who can't develop a game plan for Carson Wentz, to think those two blind mice put together one of the best Super Bowl and playoff runs to beat the New England Patriots just a few short years ago. Uh, But Carson Wentz has to bear a lot of this. I mean, his decision-making is poor. Uh, He had a couple of throws there that you just can't make early in the game when the outcome was very much uh, hadn't been decided. And if you drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, when is the time to put him in there and allow him to kind of learn on the fly? Everybody's in a logjam with about three wins in the NFCs. Carson Wentz isn't going to get you over the hump. Maybe Hurts provides that spark. I'm just not sure Doug Peterson wants to go in that direction, knowing that the franchise spent north of $100 million on Wentz as their guy.
Todd, any chance uh, people going to jump on, let's say, uh, like the Colts or Titans or Browns, somebody in the lower part of the AFC to maybe make a run, go to the Super Bowl? I get some decent odds out there, I'm assuming, and maybe you'll get an extra team in the playoffs if they take eight. Well, I think the Browns and Titans are going to need the perfect storm for them to ultimately get over the hump. Now, the Browns' offense has been a little bit suppressed in recent weeks because it seems every time you flip a game on and watch in Cleveland, there's 70-mile-an-hour winds or 37 inches of rain uh, that are coming down. The Titans, with a tremendous performance today, racing a double-digit deficit to beat the Ravens again. The Colts, however, are intriguing because they can beat you a variety of ways, uh, as we saw. They got out to a... You know, 28-14 hole at halftime. Their defense gets enough stop. Phillip Rivers makes plays, and they impose their will physically with the ground game. The problem, if you're going to buy into the Colts now, the time to get them was two weeks ago before they beat the Titans on Thursday night, before they yeah. come back against Green Bay, because they've clearly asserted themselves as the third-best team in the AFC behind the Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Todd, can't wait to hear the new episode of the Bet the Board podcast yep. for the holiday weekend and watch on Fox Bet Live, man. Have a good week. We will do what we can to make sure we shoehorn Oklahoma and West Virginia in. Hopefully your Sooners don't have a little bit of a letdown. But I'm going to forecast a defensive struggle between those two teams. That's a stingy defensive line that Neil Brown's built in Morgantown. He really is. Two NFL guys in the Stills Brothers. They're awesome. Thanks, Todd. We'll talk to you again next week, buddy. Be good, guys. Have a great holiday. You too. How about that? How about 6.30 kick, 7.30 Eastern next Saturday, which means I'll get home sometime like Monday. All right, <laughs> hey, uh, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, man, the tweets have been really good tonight. And speaking of dilemmas to try to figure out, how about a team that didn't play today? What's going on with the Bears? We'll discuss next. But first, Steve DeSager comes strolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What's up, Steve? What's going on with the Bears? The quarterback position is settled, as always. <laughs> That's Move right, on. exactly. No it's need all to Nick discuss. <laughs> We'll get into details on the Chiefs' win tonight, but quickly on the uh, NBA stuff as it's still coming in night after night. The Lakers signed Marcus Gasol to a two-year deal and trade JaVale McGee to Cleveland. The Celtics gave Jason Tatum a max extension. Utah gave Donovan Mitchell a max extension. In fact, Bobby Marks, who's the insider front office guy on ESPN, says we're already up to 89% of roster spots filled in the NBA and most second-round picks still have not signed a contract yet. Wow. To the, NBA, oh, wow. To the NFL game tonight. It was Kansas City going to 9-1 and on the season, winning a seesaw game at Las Vegas, 35-31. So it wound up essentially five touchdowns to four for the visitors. So one of the keys to the game for the Chiefs is that, remember, late first half, the Raiders had third and goal at the one and couldn't punch it in, settled for the field goal, and lost by four in a game that early and late for long stretches was back and forth. I won't say with no defense, but the offense is obviously dominated. I don't recall a single sack in the game either tonight. Nope, the fr- not the f- a, neither one. Zero, yeah. And there were no turnovers actually until, you know, the late interception from Carr that sealed it. But the first four drives of this game tonight were four total touchdowns. It was 14 in all. Uh, and mm. then the next drive was when the Raiders settled for the field goal. But then remember second half, they went back and forth, including that drive to open the second half where the Chiefs went 16 plays, 93 yards, over eight and a half minutes to open the second half and take the lead. It was back and forth after that. Kansas City wins. Again, 9-1 and the record, the one loss when the Chiefs lost at home last month to the Raiders. Indianapolis in overtime beat Green Bay 34-31. Dallas scored late to win at Minnesota 31-28. Chargers and Broncos each one. Pittsburgh's up to 10-0. Tennessee with the overtime win at Baltimore. Cleveland edge Philadelphia 22-17. So Cleveland is 7-3 
three. New Orleans has the best record in the NFC, eight and two. They've won seven straight games. The Saints pounded Atlanta 24 to seven. You did not want to be Matt Ryan today. He was sacked eight times, three by Cam Jordan. Todd Gurley, he is on Atlanta, by the way, for those who are unaware yeah. of it. He had eight carries, 26 yards, and one reception. Wow. Houston beat New England 27-20. to The Pats fear that running back Rex Burkhead has a torn ACL. Mm. And we do know that rookie quarterback of the Bengals, Joe Burrow, is out for the year with a torn ACL. Cincinnati lost 20-9 at Washington. And Carolina shut out Detroit 20-0. P.J. Walker got the start at quarterback. One touchdown, two interceptions. Teddy Bridgewater sat with his knee injury. D.J. Moore, seven catches, 127 yards. Joey Sly from long distance again, a 56-yard field goal that he made but Detroit in getting shut out the Lions had 11 drives 10 first downs and the Lions as a team 17 carries just 40 yards rushing and they'll get to host another Thanksgiving game this week. That's right. We what? all have to watch them. <laughs> Gotta year. watch the Lions. And it's against the Texans on top of that. So, okay. And Washington State's game against Washington was postponed. Number eight, BYU, according to our Bruce Feldman, turned down a chance to play 2-0 Washington this coming weekend. Auburn men's basketball self-imposed a postseason ban as part of that bribery investigation. Remember, ex-assistant Chuck Person's sentence. That was two years probation. This is still all related to that in the past. Back to you. Wow. Thanks to Sager. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. Yeah, I... You, going back to what you were talking about with Todd, how you think it'd be easier to handicap games, I think it's harder. I really do because, A, you don't know who's playing or who's not playing until game day. And then, B, because it's college, they don't have to tell you. And then, B, Arnie, you don't know if a guy's tapped out on the season or how well teams have followed protocols. I think this has been one of the hardest college football seasons to try to figure out outside of Alabama's good and Clemson's good, you know, that's, well, I, and Ohio State's. Good. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think um, coming into this year, I think it was uh, um, road teams wanted like a forty percent clip or something to that effect. And now because there's no fans at games, I thought they were up over fifty percent. And usually the road teams hmm. are the underdog anyway, so I think the road teams and the dogs were the way to go this year. I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but. Um, I bet you it's not as hard as it was in years past. I actually think it was easier. You, so you're saying it's easier to figure out the college football world this oh, year? Oh, college football you're or NFL. One. I'm just saying gambling in general um, this year. <laughs> you're the I one. I should have moved out to Vegas. This was my thing, man. I could have been rich. This was my uh, my, my calling. Uh, okay. Um, so I wow. mentioned this. I gave I Indiana think, last week, did I not? There's no person that holds on to one correct pick longer than Arnie Spanier. <laughs> I think also in that same vein, you were telling us we were all morons because Michigan would route Rutgers. I don't know for sure. No, no, no. I liked tape. Rutgers in that game. I said, I'm the one that said Michigan was going to win three games this year, maybe two, and look what's going on with them. They're winning two. So Theo asks a question. I, I find it fascinating because, yeah, do we have a full week 11 that we have to recap? Absolutely. DeSager started to scratch the surface. We're going to go all in at the top of next hour. We're going to figure out how good New Orleans is, what's next in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow's injury. Pittsburgh stays undefeated. Great finish tonight between the Raiders and the Chiefs. And what the hell happened to the Minnesota Vikings who uh, basically – 
had a chance to kind of get a lot of yeah. really good momentum going. Got beat by the Cowboys. Fun game between the Packers and the Colts. We'll get to all of that. But we always kind of lose track of the bye week teams. And I think there's two very interesting teams on, on the bye. Maybe a third if you want to include your Giants, Arnie, who are right in the heart of the playoff picture right now. And I think San Francisco gets left out because we all accept that their roster has just been decimated by injuries. But in Buffalo and Chicago, two fascinating teams, one that very much controls its own destiny for the playoffs and the Bills, one that needs a little help in the Bears. But Theo asked a very good question, which is, can we get yours and Arnie's take on how you turn around the Chicago Bears right now? Now, again, I know we're loaded with Bears fans here on Fox Sports Radio, and Jonas Knox would be able to give you the the once-over on this, but I find it fascinating that in the NFL you have so many teams that have good offenses and horrible defenses. I'm looking at you, Vegas. But then you have the Bears who are kind of the complete inverse of that, kind of like your Dolphins, where they have this incredibly stingy dynamite defense, but they just can't consistently score points. What do you do to turn around the Bears? Well, well, first of all, I thought they had defense when they traded for Khalil Mack. I'm like, oh, my goodness, their defense is going to be unstoppable. They're going to be the best ever, and all they have to do is get a little bit of an offense. I don't buy Foles. I don't buy Trubisky. So I think it has to go ahead and start there. You look at the running game, what do they have? What, Montgomery and mm-hmm. Cordero Patterson, who's really what I thought a wide receiver. Yep. Uh, Tara Cohen had been good, what, a couple of years? Uh, not so much this year, so I'm not so sure they have anything in the rushing game. Um, certainly could use an upgrade in receiving. If you want to get better offensively, um, start getting your wide receiver and look at a quarterback, obviously. Get yourself a QB that could throw the ball downfield. That's what they lack. I think uh, Todd said it. It's fascinating to see two guys in Matt Nagy and Nick Foles who orchestrated one of the greatest Super Bowl game plans ever. And now they just can't get anything done in Chicago. It's just fascinating to see how bad it is. Um, How about the other team on a bye? Buffalo. Should Buffalo fans be concerned right now, coming off a heartbreaking loss and having a week to think about it? Or, you know, right before that, they'd won three straight games. They'd just beaten the Seahawks. The schedule breaks for them when they get back. They play uh, the Chargers next week, then the Niners before showdown with the Steelers. I don't think I'm panicking too much if I'm a Bills fan right Why now. Why would you? You haven't won the division since, what, Jim Kelly? Um, you're in first place. The Patriots aren't going to make a run at you this year. That's for damn sure. You got a lead, a one-game lead over the Miami Dolphins, and you know I wouldn't be too too worried about them, considering if two is going to be inconsistent. Um, they certainly look like the best team in the division. There's no doubt about that. They've got themselves it seems like leadership at quarterback. What more do you want from them? They got a good running game. They got a good defense. Why would you be panicking if and they they picked up Stephon Diggs, which turned out to be a really great pickup by the Bills this year? Why would you panic at all? They they've got their smooth sailing ahead for them. Why would you panic at all is what you asked for a Buffalo Bills fan whose whole life has basically been disappointment, right? My wife's a Bills fan. Yeah, my wife's a Bills fan. (laughs) Why would you panic? Because I've seen this play before, Arnie. I know how it ends. But yeah, we always lose sight of the teams that are on the bye, but thanks for bringing it up, Theo. We appreciate it. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio, Steve DeSager will slide in. We'll get caught up on everything that we missed out. Plus, Arnie, It's a big week in college football. I know that we've got NFL to recap and talk about all night long, but what will the first four-team playoff rankings look like? We'll dive into those as well next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Arnie and Plank, Fox Sports Radio on a Sunday night into a Monday morning. 
Actually, happy Monday, Arnie, for those on the East Coast. Happy Monday to you. Sorry uh, your team lost. Uh, yours too. But at least wow. I split the weekend. How'd Arizona Mine do? Mine didn't. <laughs> Dallas won. Nice. Oklahoma won. All good. Uh, Packers All our didn't teams lose. lost. No, all of our teams didn't lose. All of our teams Except didn't Bobo. lose, Arnie. Bobo's Cowboys won. UCLA played. T- I don't know, Bob. Were you UCLA USC guy? Sorry, USC because I, I almost went to USC. Ah, okay. All right. I just didn't want to go with the stipulations that was coming with it. <laughs> I like it. I was. All right. uh, oh. Sorry to take over Steve's segment. Go ahead. The, the second of it. Excuse me, Steve. Real quick. No, I have the same question. Exactly. <laughs> what are we talking what about? Stipulations. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I'm calling BS. I was, I was in JROTC in high school, Marine Corps ROTC, uh, and my mm-hmm. SMI Lieutenant Colonel Hines had got me he was going to put me on a scholarship for the marine corps but i didn't want to go to the marine corps as long as a scholarship it was like eight years or something like that and i was so like it wasn't because of Hello. academics that's for sure i mean i had good wow grades. who said that and it was it Arnie. was because they knew i was going to eventually have to put your ass in check so they was like nah, there you go. that's why he's here all right well congratulations uh, to all of our teams that won except for arizona Miami and the Raiders. Steve DeSager joins us as he does every single Sunday night at this time. What's going on, Steve? Well, we mentioned the ridiculous amount of first downs in this game. Oh, my gosh. Chiefs at Las Vegas. Over 60 first downs in a 60-minute game. It's insane. That was with Kansas City alone, 36 first downs. AP looked it up. Going back at least 30 years in the NFL record books, only three other teams have done better in that category. The New Orleans Saints once had 40 first downs in a game against Dallas in 2013. But I mentioned the long drive the Chiefs had coming out of halftime tonight. Hardly their only long drive of the night. Great item from AP writer Josh Dubow in the Bay Area. He says, since Paul Gunther became Raiders defensive coordinator in these three years, they've allowed two 90-yard touchdown drives in the same game Three different times against the Chiefs tonight, against the Chiefs last year, and against the Chiefs the year before. Wow. And uh, so they had two. Stop playing the Chiefs. More than, yeah, try that, the AFC. (laughs) They had two drives of more than 90 yards that wound up in TDs tonight. And then the game-winning touchdown drive, Mahomes goes 75 yards in 75 seconds, and 35-31 KC is the final. The great stat earlier in the show from Chris about the last calendar year, the Chiefs record, including playoffs, 18-1. and What franchises would you guess in NFL history are up near the top as far as longest winning streak? No losses at all, playoff games included, in a row. The record is 21 wins in a row, according to the Hall of Fame itself. Who Hmm. do you think has that record? 21 wins in a row. Miami? Right? Arnie, you guess? Oh, NFL history. NFL Pittsburgh? Cleveland. The New England Patriots. Oh, I should have gotten that one. Including the 2004 Super Bowl when they had the field goal at the end to beat Carolina. 21 straight wins. It was a streak that ended the next season at Pittsburgh. Wow. Number two on the list, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, had 19 straight wins. It was from December 2010 to December 2011. That streak ended at Kansas City. And there's not much after that. I mean, on the list of 18 straight wins in NFL history, you got like the Bears of the early 30s and the Bears of the early 40s and the Browns of the late 40s. And then the team Arnie had mentioned earlier, yes, Bob Greasy's Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, they were 17-0 and and then one opening day the next year. 
And wasn't that, even Bob Greasy's Dolphins. He only played like four or five games for them, I believe. <laughs> he got Earl Morrill on the team yeah. and came in and kept winning as well. But it was at Oakland that the streak ended the next year, early That's the right. next year. Uh, Joe Montana had a streak of about 18. Elway late in his career. Uh, Tom Brady had an 18 streak as well as 21 Unreal. in a row. But it's you would think for all the 30-game streaks we've seen in college history with Pete Carroll, with Oklahoma in the past, with Miami, I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's a long list, but it's certainly far more lengthy than what you get in the NFL, the top competition. Monday night, it's the Rams at Tampa Bay. The Rams are mm. making their fifth East Coast trip this season. Wow. They are 2-2 two and two of those previous games with losses at Buffalo and at Miami. And as I recall, not good in long stretches for both of those games. Tampa Bay's Tom Brady has thrown for 23 TDs this year. That is just too shy of joining Peyton Manning as the only quarterbacks in NFL history to toss 25 or more in 15 different seasons. Some great quarterbacks go to the Hall of Fame and don't even have 15 seasons total. (laughs) So it really is kind of stunning. The Steelers won again, and Deontay Johnson... Had 12 catches for 111 yards. Pittsburgh's 10-0. They ripped Jacksonville 27-3. He was targeted 16 times in this game. And Pittsburgh extended its sack streak to 67 straight games with at least one sack. Yeah, saw that. Pittsburgh has nearly 40 sacks this season to lead the league. And on the other end, you got Jacksonville. Their win-loss record with this owner, Shad Khan, he's been there nine years. He is 41 and 100 <laughs> as Jacksonville owner. <laughs> and that includes the run to the AFC title yeah, game in recent title years. Game. So he ties an old Saints owner as the second fastest to reach 100 losses. No, before even. And oh. remember, expansion Tampa Bay, they're just barely the fastest on that list to 100 losses. But yeah, it wow. has not been good. So Pittsburgh. 10-0, first time in franchise history. Jets, 0-10, first time in franchise history. They lost to the Chargers. The Jets were officially eliminated from the playoff hunt today, by the way. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, they're still in the running to join the list of 0-16 teams in <laughs> NFL history. Since we expanded the schedule, uh, of course, Detroit Lions, 2008. The Browns, three years ago, went 0-16. Oh, I forgot about that. In that Charger game today, Keenan Allen caught a franchise record 16 passes he was targeted 19 times, and why not? You keep moving the ball. Keenan Allen also ties Antonio Brown as the fastest to reach 600 career catches. This is how wow. much they throw the ball these days. Believe it or not, they both did it, did so in under 100 games. They got to 600 career catches. Well, this is a sixth different time for Keenan Allen to have at least 13 catches in one game. That's a record for any receiver in NFL history. And Justin Herbert could be Offensive Rookie of the Year. He had a rookie record, best first half since at least the last 30 years by by a rookie quarterback. He was 23 of 31, mm. 277 yards passing in the first half against the Jets. Who does he think he is? Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter? <laughs> All right. Great stuff, Steve. Now we're playing buy or sell next hour. Got a lot of tweets to get to. And before we get out of here, Arnie's picks. It's Matt all Verderam coming up too. in the final hour. That's right. Matt Verderam's next too on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> let's get after it. Let's right? go. Let's final go. Final hour. Final hour from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free I, rate quote. I wish they could flex out the Thanksgiving Day games and get get us <laughs> new games out there. They're horrible, you know. Well, here's the way I look at it yeah. is Thanksgiving weekend, yeah, you're always going to get the Lions and you're always going to get the Cowboys. But I feel like the NFL has finally started to give us a really good primetime matchup on Thanksgiving. So so get through your what Lions them, Texans, yeah. right? Get through that. Um good, good luck the Cowboys. Get get through the Washington the Cowboys game then aren't the primetime game pretty good next well, week. Well, Washington Cowboys is a, an important game for that division, so I guess you can I'll throw that in there if you want. I appreciate you trying to make up for being mean to Bobo off the top of the show like that. That's very kind of you. No, I'm not uh, making up with nobody. What are you talking about? You have got to stop taking credit for everything, Arnie. I'm just <laughs> telling you right now. It's your biggest fault. Say a lot. Don't do much. And let's, um, let's see if you guys go to break on time. Let's yeah, right? we'll see if these buttons go off. When That's right. It's time to go to commercial. You tell them, Bobo. Uh, uh, but Baltimore-Pittsburgh's a nice primetime game. And I feel like, which by the shows you how lucrative that has become. I mean, listen, I'm old enough already to remember when we had just two Thanksgiving games. You had to make it work. (laughs) And then the NFL Network, I don't know, what, about a decade ago, said, hey, let's put a game on Thursday night. And if I'm not mistaken, I think one of their first 
Thursday night games, Thanksgiving Thursday night games was the Harbaugh brothers going oh, against wow. each other. And lo and behold, here we are. It's become part of the tradition, and you get the Ravens and the Steelers. So I am excited about Thanksgiving. But I figured with, uh, with tonight being a unique night, and with tonight having Matt Verderam coming up here in the next segment, and with your picks obviously featuring what I'm very, very sure is a, a very heavy slant towards some college football this week as well, what if we threw our regularly scheduled edition of Buy or Sell here on a night when the Raiders have broke my heart and the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs ripped it out? Why don't we put a little Buy or Sell, Arnie? Do Let's it quick. Do it. Get it out. We'll, then we'll hit the locker rooms, and we'll get Matt, and we'll be ready to go. So without any further ado, no one else does this. You don't no hear it else. anywhere else. It's very unique, and it's, it's special to us. We take stories. I ask Arnie if he's in or he's out, if he's buying or selling. Uh, and we debate them and scream and yell at each other like sports talk radio hosts do. And we'd love to hear from you on Twitter throughout this. I realize I don't give our Twitter address enough. He's at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show, and everybody should be following us at Fox Sports Radio. All right, are you ready? I, I, I'm close to 10,000 followers. I never ask for followers. I need uh-huh. to. I'm, I'm close to 10,000. I should ask for that. I, I know that's not a lot in the radio business, but I should, should get at least 10,000, wouldn't you think? S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, and the number one. That's how you find Arnie to follow him. Not even sure how many. Yeah, I have uh, 9,988. We can get you over 10,000 tonight, right? I've had that for four years, though. So. You've had 9,988 <laughs> 9, for four years? yeah. Well, you'll add some and lose some. All yeah. right, so let's start here, Arnie. Buy or sell? The Steelers are the best team in the AFC. Maybe the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy that. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, you put up the other teams that are supposed to be right up there, the Packers, I can't put them there. I'm like, no, no, that that's not going to work. Now, the Saints have won um, seven in a row, so you could make a case for them. But when you're 10-0, and 0, who else are you going to say other than the Kansas City Chiefs? Now, True. still, Kansas City, again, looked good against the Raiders, but there's been a lot of ho-hum games that Kansas City's just kind of sleptwalked through. You guess you could say that about one or two games with Pittsburgh, one of them being the Dallas Cowboys, but Dallas shows that they're alive with their victory over Minnesota. I guess what I'm really saying is Pittsburgh's the number one team, not only based on the 10 and 0, but they have a damn good defense also, much better than the Kansas City defense. That will come in handy on the way to the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh's the best team in the NFL right now. If if we eliminate conferences and I say who's your top five right now in the NFL, would it be Pittsburgh one, Kansas City two, or New Orleans two? Pittsburgh would be number one. Uh, Kansas City would be two. The Saints would be three. Seattle would probably be four. And I would have Tampa number five. Okay, Tampa, by the way, Monday Night Football tomorrow night should be a good one against the Rams. Okay, listen, Sean brought this up, and we haven't talked about it yet, so let's go. Arnie, buy or sell. Uh, Chiefs game was great. Good win for Kansas City. I mean, they they avenged their only loss of the season. Thursday night football was a great game. But buy or sell, Arnie, the best win on the weekend goes to the Tampa Bay Titans. Uh, t- what am I saying? The Tennessee <laughs> Titans, who tried to blow the game against the Ravens, but yet behind Derrick Henry, oh, yes. got it done. 
Did you like that cutback? Gets the touchdown, goes in for the victory. Uh, yeah, Ryan Tannehill actually looks like a good quarterback, huh? Um, and he doesn't have to rely on the running game. Yeah, it was a great victory because look what it did. It put Baltimore out of the playoffs right now, if I know it correctly. You do. And, and, and Tennessee moving up. So that's the difference between what that game created, plus you get the tiebreaker. A humongous game. How could it not be? So, yeah, that was a big, big victory uh, for the Titans on this one. Maybe I should have rephrased that and said the best performance would have been Tennessee finding a way. I'm sure there could be you, – you could go with bigger individual uh, numbers. You could go with – Deshaun um, Watson big, had 350 yards. Say you, uh, Cam Newton had some big yards too. Yep, also. bigger statistical performances. But just from a team perspective – Outside of the Jets, staying winless. I would have said winless. the Colts then, maybe. Really? Yeah, well, the, that was a – I mean, think about this. You're you're behind. You rally. You beat the – what some people think could be the one of the top two teams in the NFL and the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you lose this game. Instead of going to 7-3, you're 6-4. and four. All of a sudden, it, it could be a tough run for the playoffs. That was a monster win for the Colts. How about the fact that they were down 28-14 at the half and only allowed a field goal in the second yeah. half? Yeah, incredible. Huh? That's pretty amazing. They got a good man. defense. They really do. That Okay, which gets us to our next buy or sell. It's kind of funny that you brought that up because, Arnie, buy or sell, the best sleeper pick for a potentially sneaking into the Super Bowl is the Indianapolis Colts and Phillip Rivers. I would – I mean, what are you saying by sleeper, like 10 to 1, double digits? I don't know, but I, I would say they're one of them. I mean, you could have Tennessee as a sleeper also. Um, you know, they they could certainly jump up. I would say everybody in the AFC other than maybe um, the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, could be a little bit of a sleeper from 4, 5, or 6. So, But, yeah, I would say, yeah, they, they could certainly be a sleeper. No doubt about that. Um, yeah, I, okay. I, I'm with you. I just, from my perspective, when I say sleeper, I guess I mean anyone that's not Kansas City, Pittsburgh, New right. Orleans, or Tampa right now. Uh, maybe you throw the Seahawks in that too because those are all teams that kind of have pretty crazy odds. Um, what, plus 2,000 on the Colts right now for DraftKings, so maybe something worth keeping wow. an eye on. All right, two, to one. Two more quick ones. You're better at math than I am. Yep. Two more quick ones, all right? Uh, buy or sell, Arnie. The Cowboys are back, baby, and with their win today, they put themselves in position to win the NFC and potentially make the playoffs. They did. NFC. They are. Yeah, I'm not kidding around. I didn't think I was going to be able to say this, but their last two weeks have been really, really good. Um, They have some weapons around them. They just kind of need some veteran leadership at the quarterback. Uh, other than Danucci, I guess I, I don't know. I, I think they are going to go and go. It's not going to be Philadelphia with the way they look. I, I may have to say that the uh, that the Cowboys are back. You may be right about that. And by the way, listen to this: When has a team ever gone from fifteenth in the conference to making the playoffs in Week Eleven? I'm going to say never. Prove me wrong. May happen this time with with the Cowboys. Uh, we had what what we had a couple of years ago. I say everything I say a couple of years ago. We yeah, find it was out never, was like yeah, fifteen yeah. years ago. Right, right. Uh, but when the when the Saints made the or excuse me, the Seahawks made the playoffs, and Marshawn Lynch had the run against the Saints, they weren't a very good football team. I think they'd beaten the Rams and Sam Bradford in the final week of the season to even make the playoffs. But huh, I I like the way you're looking here, Arnie. We'll ch- we'll have to see if we can't challenge you on that number, but I think you're going to be right. Okay, uh, and then one more quick one. We'll get our break, and Matt Verderam is going to join us, Arnie. Buy or sell? 
The Cleveland Browns are good for goodness sakes. They played in awful weather in the last three weeks. They've come out of that 2-1. and one. Their only loss was to the mighty Las Vegas Raiders. Arnie, the Browns have the look of a playoff team right now. They do. Well, people, oh, they just barely beat Philadelphia or they barely beat Cincinnati. You're right. They, they've, they've beaten teams they're supposed to beat right now. That's, I, I keep saying every week, if the Browns win this, they're proving they can turn the corner. They're proving they can turn the corner. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield's proven that he's not going to make the big mistake and cost his team the defense has always been good are they going to get tripped up somewhere along the way probably probably in the first round of the playoffs but right now they're looking pretty good I like the way they're going I really do too and you know I I guess I guess I didn't know what to think about Kevin Stefanski as as a football coach I guess I really didn't know much I, I wasn't always all that impressed with with the Vikings offense but, man, he is – again, we're still very early in this process. I'm right. not trying to get too carried away here. But, man, he's got he's got the Browns playing really good football. I mean, they're a 7-3 football team right now. Mm. And, no, crazy. and no Odell Beckham Jr. for the rest of the year. So you thought that that would have gone ahead and uh, hurt them a little bit also. And, and I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, they're better without Odell Beckham Jr., but – I think they're I think they're a pretty good football team. Do you want to? Uh, do you, you know they could they would? I was just gonna say this. They, Go ahead. They could have lost their top wide receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. They lost their top running back, right? Right. Um, uh, uh, Chubb, and yet they're still going ahead and winning games. I don't hear people complaining. Oh, they've had injuries, injuries. It's tough to continue to win without two of your top weapons offensively in your wide receiver and running back. But yet they did it. They they continue to do it. I got to throw a college one in here because yeah. as I look at the clock and I realize that we've got Matt coming up at in our next segment, in the bottom of the hour, we're going to hit the locker rooms, and then we got your picks. The 14 playoff rankings for college football will be released on Tuesday, the first round of rankings. Now, it's still yeah. a four-team race, and we're down to the final four weeks. It's it's a season unlike any other, and obviously with the rankings coming out late, it's, it's unlike a situation we've ever had with that. So, Arnie... I think we all agree Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Notre Dame are going to be the top four, right? Yes, 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 we are. Okay, here's my buy or sell. Keeping in there's mind. There could be a little bit of a problem when it comes to um, that scenario, but go ahead. Why is that? Well, if I, and maybe I didn't explain this right last night, though, the top two teams in the ACC. Um, will play each other for the ACC championship, which everybody right. thought was going to be Notre Dame and Clemson. But if Clemson has another game canceled, then Miami actually, who's tied with them right now, wins. They'll be the second place team, and then Clemson wouldn't go to the playoff I would, um, because they wouldn't have enough games. Oh, so they have? I didn't know they had that rule in the ACC. I know they had it in the Big Ten. If you have two or more, I'm sorry. If you have more than two games canceled in the Big not, Ten, no, it's you're not, out. no, 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 no. It's not more than two games. It's just that Miami would be second. Seven and one, Clemson would be six and one. Therefore, Miami would be in second place. I think the head-to-head though would get Clemson in, even though Miami has the better record. I think so. Okay, I, th- I, th- I think so. I because I remember we were fighting about this the other night, and I think Clemson. That you're right. They'd have the half game lead because right. they played one more game. Right. But since they're even in the loss column, I think Clemson would still get in. Well, but, they better hope they don't cancel another one. <laughs> but, but at the very least, for the for the sake of argument for these yeah. first playoff yeah. rankings, right? right. But we, we all agree those those four are going to be the top four. Arnie, knowing that Florida lost to A&M and that a and ended up getting destroyed by Alabama, I would like to see Cincinnati higher. 
who knows? But Arnie, buy or sell, Florida is going to be ranked ahead of Texas A&M despite the fact they lost to them, and Florida is probably going to be the fifth team. I would say you're probably right. It's going to be Florida A&M 5-6, and I'm okay with that. I brought this up yesterday. Let Cincinnati and BYU play each other. Winner gets into the 14 playoff. I don't know how we're going to do that, but it sounded good. Um, (laughs) I think think they have like December 12th off. Let them go play each other. Yeah, play each other, but of course uh, BYU don't want to play anybody. They don't want to play Washington. We'll get to that later on because I see on Twitter it's driving everybody crazy. Um, But this was the year, Chris, I thought that we could do stuff like that and i still still don't think it's impossible i say we go from four to eight and we do stuff like that let byu uh play cincinnati um i don't know let coastal carolina uh play liberty until liberty lost this weekend but stuff like that to get you in this would have been a good year to experiment stuff like that i i've said this a lot and i know it falls on deaf ears and i know we're not in a situation where people want to be playing more games but you're going to have a conference championship game. You're going to end up having a a bowl game. And if you're in the playoffs, you're going to play one, maybe two more games. But I just expand it to eight. You know, make these bowls easier for one season. I'm, I know some people would say, of course you'd say that. You're an Oklahoma fan. They've lost two games. You want to try to slide them in. And I would say, shut up, you're right. But in all reality, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, get your five power conferences in and go with three wild cards. You know, then that way – uh, a Notre Dame and a Clemson could still get in. A Cincinnati would have a shot. May- maybe uh, an A&M or a you know, BYU could get in. I'd love that. Torres's argument, I know we have to go to the break. Torres said, well, nobody, knows, these teams will never be able to win the whole thing. I go, do we not love anything more than the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament? And we know those teams are not yeah. going to win it. Uh, baseball ext- extended the playoffs. The uh, Major League Baseball extended the playoffs. Uh, NFL extended the playoffs. I don't see why we shouldn't do it now. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's continue to look back on a wild week, a week 10, or excuse me, week 11 in the NFL. Matt Verderam is next with Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. 
And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Tarnian Plank on Fox Sports Radio. We're hoping to talk to Matt Verderam this hour. Yep. National NFL reporter for Fan Sided. Arnie's buddy. Chiefs fan. Ugh. So that's hopefully coming up here in moments. That is pretty hey, Ar- hey Arnie, did you did you write this song? I mean, you're taking credit for everything else. <laughs> wow. Look at you picking on me like that. Wow. I'm just asking. Just I think it's a fair question. Did you write this? No, I didn't write this one. Oh, do I, you, do I, you know who performs this I helped, I helped out, but I, Vanilla Ice, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I always like it whenever. If I were to attempt to talk uh, about The Undertaker's last match tonight, Arnie would ask if he was wrestling the Macho Man. So that kind of shows you wait, when we go from rap to wrestling, it's just it's the lowest common possible it, comparison you could come up with. Undertaker but, fought tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Final what? Match. Yeah, yeah, look out. I love wait, his commercial. Have... Step into a Slim Jim. No, that's anyway. not the Undertaker. Oh, that's uh, not him? Oh, my bad. I thought he had his last fight like a couple years ago, like WrestleMania. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought he'd had his last match. I thought he'd... He's like a boxer. He just comes back. Well, he's the Undertaker. He comes back from the dead. So today... Y- yes, Mr. Shapiro, sure I'm going to fire them immediately for talking wrestling as soon as as soon as I can. Yes, Mr. Actually, Shapiro. Actually, wrestling is a sport, so... What are you doing? And it's that. on Fox Sports 1, so it you're is. fired for dismissing wow. something that we actually have on our networks. <laughs> oh, bad job by you. How wow. dare you? You're fired. Uh, Take the day off. Wrestlers are like boxers. It's like, hey, I thought their last thing was like 10 years ago. It's like, this is their farewell tour. It's like, okay. Dude, I know I can, when I was watching wrestling, it was like, he had like two or three last mm-hmm. fights. Oh, yeah. So when you just said Undertaker fighting again, I was like, what? Like, So what <laughs> do you the, do, just fight and take a month vacation and come back? I guess so. And the only reason I knew it is because I was living on Twitter for some reason during the afternoon games today and fight? everyone was talking about it. I have no idea. I know Kane came back, so. Kane, oh, come on, dude. Seriously? Yeah. Arnie, you're, you're they gonna bring so back not Sid part of Vicious next? Next thing you know, Kurt Angle will be out there. It'll all be great. Wow. Uh, Any with AEF or whatever? AEW. AEW, sorry. Yeah, my man JR is the play-by-play guy there. Are you intrigued right now, Arnie? I'm, I'm, I'm like, really? Is there something wrong with you two guys? I mean, Chris Jericho's over there, right? My yeah, goodness, right. man, right. with the wrestling. People right now pulling their hair out over this. That's right. You and Colin, just make fun of wrestling fans. See how yeah. it goes for you. Does Colin do that, too? Good oh thing, gosh, Arnie, yeah. you don't have a lot to pull, so. Wow. <laughs> like, now I know why... <laughs> Now I know why Colin does. I don't blame him then. Uh, okay, a Wait, couple Colin good had things. Hulk Hogan on his show before. Did he really? Yes, I've watched the episode. 
And he was he, he talked about the fact that all the surgeries he's had. Like I can say this about wrestling, and I, I'll Go leave ahead. it alone. Wrestling, I don't care if you think it's fake, if you think it's whatever's rigged, you're still jumping from 15 feet, landing That's on right. a mat. Like that takes skill. It takes work like they go through surgeries they go like owen hart lost his life in a wrestling event you know what i mean that's right that's right it's not it's not fake arnie it's scripted that's what you got to learn that's what it is that's right um (laughs) paul writes i love that arnie's stuck in 1991 you really are i mean in a lot of things you're a dolphins and a giants fan that was about the last time they were good you're talking about arizona basketball that's like the the last time they were good the knicks right 91 vanilla ice Jimmy Superfly, Snooka, Carvel Ice Man. Cream, all that uh, good time. <laughs> I like it. All right, I got a lot of uh, tweets here to get uh, somebody to. Somebody just said, Bobo, them fighting words. I don't Bobo, know Bobo with said. them fighting words. Oh, Wrestling is a sport There's a is difference. what they're saying. Yeah. Right. Um, hey, th- this is good. I, I'll re- uh, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm ever saying Arik's name right, but Arik writes, Plank, don't let Arnie get away with passing off that he picked IU to cover. He specifically said, I don't need the points. I don't want the points, and I'm not going to take the points. Did you say I, that with Indiana? I, I did take the points. I said they were going to win the game, but they lost by a touchdown. I know when it was 35-7, I'm like, man, I'm going to get I'm going to get sick over this. But they made a great run at this thing. Matter of fact, Chris, they could have had a chance to tie this thing up. That, that's how close they they turned yes. it around. I got to give them a lot of credit. That was that was a fantastic turnaround. Oh my game. gosh, it was it was improbable. Is what I would say. With the way that Ohio State was moving the football, it was improbable, and they still did it. Okay, uh, Paul, by the way, hashtag Bills Mafia has checked in. As a Bills fan, I'm feeling good because Miami proved today they can lose to anybody. Watch out for the Jets next week. Oh, and wow. Arnie, four Super Bowl losses in a row. The Music City Miracle, 17-year playoff drought, and don't get me started on the Sabres. Being a Buffalo sports fan is to live in constant anticipation of disaster. I, I can understand that. By the way, I still say the Music City miracle that was behind the line. Can we get somebody to like draw a digital line to double-check that? You think we've got the technology to find out if that was backwards or not? I still say it was backwards, but <laughs> I, I guess it's too little too late right now. Oh, I'm willing to bet there's a Bills fan somewhere that will figure that out. Uh, I like this from Beer Baron who writes, I'm heartbroken over the Bengals and quarterback Joe Burrow. The Bengals knew coming into the season they had one of the worst offensive lines in the league, so they draft a Heisman-winning quarterback and start him. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) That was go wrong. You just saw what went wrong. You see, look, I'm not a guy that really worries. Uh, You know, I like the flash. I like the wide receivers. I like the running backs. I like the quarterbacks. But you got to have a decent offensive line. You got to have somebody to protect these guys back there. Look, how many of them got hurt? Um, how many quarterbacks? Even Tua did get hurt a little bit today when he got hit. A lot of these quarterbacks, you need to have two quarterbacks that could play on your roster nowadays. Um, you know what? Not only do you need two quarterbacks on your roster, but people are overpaying. I mean, I hate to say this because they're my team, but do you know Marcus Mariota is making $7.5 million this year and he hasn't been active once? Yeah, but that actually sounds fine. That sounds like, you know, I mean. You're you're taking care of it. Well, I I guess you you have to be ready and prepared and. That's the cost of doing business in case your quarterback goes down and the, either you want the whole season to go belly up or you need a quarterback who could rally you. Um, and that's what the price is, $7.5 million, I guess. 
Yeah. $7.5 million, and he hasn't been active one time. Roberta writes, here's my personal message from the Tinino Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger to you. How do you like me now? Wow. That must be a shot at you for not believing in the Steelers this year, Arnie. No, that was a shot at you what? last week when you said you're not sure if you really believed in the Steelers. Uh, it, amazing it took a win over the Jaguars to sell me on them. Yeah, exactly. Ralphie, Ralphie Boy writes, chances the NFL goes to a week 18 and adds an eighth playoff team, thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, from the logistical side of that, Arnie, the only way that's happening is if we start losing games to COVID-19, but... I, it's not just going to magically happen because they feel like they want to add another team. They're going to no, have to no. lose games in order to, if, to do that. N- now, if college football was any example of what might happen, I'd say uh, I'm 75 80% sure that we'll have another team in the playoffs. But obviously it's a different set of rules for the colleges. Matter of fact, didn't we have a third of the games canceled um, last just yesterday? And I don't know how many the week before. I mean, it's, I it's, it's, it's totally gone. Any, we haven't had thirty-three percent of the games canceled on. A yeah, weekend. actually, it was actually a third of the games were, were canceled on Saturday, or from in week ten or eleven or whatever week it is, or twelve or whatever week it is. Um, they're still playing more games. They're still playing like eighty percent. But you're, I, listen, I'm not going to debate it because you're right. right. And when you have a situation now to where it's become. I mean, people were mad at Maryland for postponing the game and canceling it against Ohio State and then come to find out they have a massive outbreak that next week. Uh, Dabo Sweeney is is mad because they took a guy with COVID-19 on the trip, didn't want to call out Florida State for not playing. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here with college football He said it should be a right forfeit now. now, right? He says forfeit. Yeah, don't travel a guy who's tested positive. What are we doing? <laughs> I, I actually don't blame Florida State for not playing. I'd be kind of freaked out, too. And, and you're going to get your butts kicked as well. So, yeah. anyway, we got a lot more tweets to get to. And, by the way, Arnie's pick's right around the corner. But when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's hit the locker room. Some post-game sound, what the players and coaches had to say about Week 11. But first, Steve DeSager, one final time tonight, gets us caught up on everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? What you just brought up brings up two college football-related items. Before we get to Chiefs beating Raiders is – and we wow. talked about this a little on the show last night, is it's really two what-ifs. Clemson falls a couple of games short of the total number of games everyone else in the league is playing mm-hmm. because that would mean if they can't make up Florida State from yesterday and if they lose another game, there is an actual policy, one college football writer pointed out, to be eligible for this year's ACC championship game or even to be considered in a tiebreaker, you have to come within one game of whatever the league average is. <laughs> if the ACC teams average playing 10 games, yeah. And you only play nine, that's fine. That's within They'll, one. Yeah. But if you only play eight and they're all averaging ten games, then no, they're not going to push yeah. back the They'll ACC change that title for, game. So you can slip in one more yeah. before They'll Christmas. change that for Clemson, I promise you that. That's for sure. <laughs> they're in black and white. The other is, yeah. did you see the Matt Leinert tweet today? Yes, I did. He's getting ripped all over Twitter for that. My goodness, is oh he? Oh, my God. He said LA just, just closed <laughs> all dining indoor, outdoor for three weeks. Right. Can't wait to move out of this awful place. Ridiculous. Right. And <laughs> Right, right. So after that comment from Mr. Big Man on campus, the regular Joes on Twitter saying, yeah, man worth millions will survive. <laughs> Another person said, uh, I had a relative die of COVID. I'm sorry you can't eat a restaurant for three weeks. Yeah. Another one just tweeted out, out the number of COVID deaths of to just today. Another one said, yeah, it's almost like there's a pandemic or something. And another one tweeted out to Matt Leinert, 
before you leave, you should go dine in large crowds <laughs> oh <my> indoors. <laughs> And it went on from there. Anyway. Just get take out, Matt. There you go. <laughs> what do we do? It's beneath him. In the NFL, Kansas City is now 9-1 and one after winning a thriller at Las Vegas, 35-31, on a touchdown pass with about 30 seconds left. By the way, I'm sure you, like a lot of people, thought, you know, that's kind of likely, actually, that Patrick Mahomes gets oh, the winning touchdown in I the last two minutes. I started drinking right away to do this show. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had to handle that. So the next question is, how likely is it for an NFL team in the last 30 30 seconds to go with a long field and get a winning touchdown. AP actually looked up at least the last 20 years of records. So this is at least since 2000. If you're down, like the Raiders were down four, and it's only 30 seconds, and you're starting the drive at your own 25 or worse, teams are 0 and 222 in that spot trying to get the game-winning touchdown drive in the last 30 seconds on a long field so you're telling me steve i shouldn't be mad at Derek carr for that interception it's not like i'm saying so there's a chance no it's quite the opposite (laughs) since the year 2000 in nfl history are you sure about that yes absolutely oh my gosh why why every time have you been right on any of these what what, there's not been any hail mary or anything like that right I'm saying this situation, down four, needing a winning touchdown, not a field goal. Right, you're down four, you get to midfield, you throw a Hail Mary. The 20-yard line. I'm going to call BS on that. That's 0 I'm calling BS on that. I'm calling BS on that. And 0-1 for the other loser on the show. Quarterback Derek Carr with three (laughs) touchdown passes, one late interception. KC wins. Patrick Mahomes had nearly 350 yards passing. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, two TD runs. And Travis Kelsey had eight catches, 127 yards, and the game-winning TD. Next Sunday, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. The Bucs first half tomorrow night's game hosting the Rams. Indianapolis beat Green Bay. In overtime, 34-31, the Packers fumbled on the first possession of OT, the team's fourth turnover. Phillip Rivers, three touchdowns, one interception. He threw for 288 yards. It was a great stat from NFL Research. You were talking, Chris, about, my goodness, the Packers were up two touchdowns at the break, and they only scored three points in the second half. In these two years with Matt LaFleur running the Packers, it's only the second time they've lost to an AFC team. They lost to Phillip Rivers at Indy today, and they lost to Phillip Rivers in L.A. with the Chargers last year. Dallas won at Minnesota 31-28 to on a touchdown with under two minutes left. Andy Dalton's third TD pass. Cowboys have lost four in a row. Ezekiel Elliott with 103 yards rushing his first 100-yard game of the year. Dalvin Cook had one TD over 100 yards rushing, but one fumble late in the first half. That led to a field goal. Minnesota lost by three. Kirk Cousins had three touchdown passes over 300 yards through the air. One early fumble, which Dallas turned into a touchdown. Denver beat Miami 20-13. to Rookie Tua Tagovailoa was sacked six times and replaced. His offense went three and out five times. Ryan Fitzpatrick with the late interception in the end zone. Chargers beat the 0-10 Jets 34-28. 16 receptions for Keenan Allen. Pittsburgh's 10-0 after winning at Jacksonville 27-3. Jags won on opening day and have lost nine in a row since. They host the Browns next week, and Cleveland is 7-3, and three, ladies and gentlemen. They beat Philadelphia 22-17. Eagles had three turnovers. Tennessee won in overtime at Baltimore 30-24. Derrick Henry, the game-winning touchdown run. Saints have the best record in the NFC now, 8-2. They ripped Atlanta 24-9. Taysom Hill, two touchdown runs. Houston and Carolina, each with wins. And Washington beat Cincinnati 20-9. Rookie quarterback Joe Burrow of the Bengals out for the year with a torn ACL. Washington is 3-7. They're tied with the Giants and Dallas, half game back in the division.
And on Thanksgiving this Thursday, it's Washington at Dallas on Fox TV. Lakers signed Mark Gasol. Celtics gave a max extension to Jason Tatum. And Utah gave a max extension to Donovan Mitchell. Four years plus an option. Atlanta has a four-year offer sheet out for Bogdan Bogdanovich. And Ooh. Sacramento has two days to match it. It's worth $72 million. He averaged 15 points a game last year. Back to you. Not getting matched. We come BS live on that the, stat, I, by the way. From the Geico Fox Sports Associated Radio Associated Press, studios. Ernie. Straight it's from the from them either. 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, Matt Verderam has been kind yes. enough to join us. I know it's late. We get five good minutes with him here. What a performance, Matt, tonight from, from Patrick Mahomes. Derek Carr was fantastic too, but let's get back to what matters here. The Chiefs, over the last year, an incredibly dominant run. This is all about Mahomes and Reed working together, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Look, they did not win this game because of their defense, which has <laughs> normally actually been pretty good this year, but it has not been against the Raiders. They cannot stop Derek Carr and that offense. They couldn't do it again tonight. But, yes, I mean, ultimately this game was about one team having Mahomes. And in the late when they needed it the most, he drove them down again. Uh, breakdown in coverage, Kelsey's wide open. It's as easy as you're ever going to have for a touchdown. And, yeah, look, the Chiefs are 9-1 and one and basically assured now of the division title because of the last-second drive by the best quarterback. If they don't win a Super Bowl, it's going to be because of why? Is it going to be because they not rushing for over 100 yards? I mean, as a team they are, but individually, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire not, not doing it. He, he's okay, but they don't give him the ball enough, or is it their defense that will stop them from winning a Super Bowl? Arnie, they don't win the Super Bowl. It's because they shot themselves in the foot and beat themselves in January. That's it. There's, <laughs> if they play a clean game, nobody's beat them. They're, wow. they're as talented as any right. team in the NFL that I've seen in a while. And frankly, like who's beating them? I mean, if, if they play well, I mean, tonight was a game where I thought the Raiders played as well as they could possibly play. The Raiders are a top 10 team, in my opinion, right on that edge. You know, they were the ninth, ninth or 10th overall. And yet the Chiefs, who had a red zone turnover, still won the game. They just didn't matter. They're, they're just so dominant. They, they found a way to win. I think the only way they lose is if they take 10 penalties, which is, by the way, what they did tonight, and they turn the ball over, which is what they did tonight. And the other team plays perfect, which is just about what the Raiders did tonight. The Chiefs still won. Shows you how good they are, Arnie, where uh, the Raiders kicked that field goal in what, Matt, the second quarter? And basically yep. you kind of sit there and go, oh, that's ball game because you just feel like you have to <laughs> score touchdowns. Now, I, I want to shift to the Tua conversation today because rookie quarterbacks were a big yep. story. Do you worry about how he'll handle getting benched and, and what the long-term prognosis could be for that? I know he's going to start. I know they're going to bring him back against the Jets, but can that hurt your psyche a bit? You know, I think he'll be okay, but I got to say, and, I, and I'm a huge Flores fan. If I had a Bodie be my coach of the year. You know, that's a, that's a bad move by Flores because it creates doubt. Sure, it creates doubt into his head, but I think he will bounce back. But it creates doubt in the other guys in that locker room. If the coach doesn't believe in him, why should I? And, yeah, he'll come back and look. If he, I'm sure he'll be good against the Jets. And he... He did not play well today. But once you make the move to Tua, you got to ride with him. You've got to go the rest of the year with him no matter what and accept the fact 
that he may not be perfect all the time. He may not play particularly well for a week or two weeks. I think Flores, in, in a move to win a game in the short term, made a, a decision that could hurt them long term. I think two will be okay, but I do think it creates doubt. And you don't want to create doubt with a guy who you just picked fifth overall who you're trying to build up. Matt, Matt the, the ship was sinking, my friend. We could either go down with the ship or we could bail out water and get in the life rafts. Let's get in the life raft for a little bit and see if Fitzpatrick can help us. I have no problem with what he did. Again, in the short term, yeah. he gave them the best chance to win today. And I, and I understand that. And I know they're in a playoff race. I get all that. I just feel like if you're going to go to that young guy, then you've made your decision. And you've got to go with him. You can't turn around and say, well, you know what? Three quarters wasn't good today. Okay. I mean, he wasn't particularly good against the Rams. They won that game. He was, he was good against the Cardinals. He played well. He was okay last week. right? He, he wasn't great. Look, he's been up and down. I just think if you're the Dolphins, the long-term picture is more important. With all due respect to him, I get it. You want to make the playoffs. And, and you're fighting for every guy in that room. I understand all that. Mm-hmm. But he's one of them. You can't, you can't do that, in my opinion. Matt, uh, we only got about 30 seconds, but where should the concern level be right now for the Ravens? High. They can't score. They cannot <laughs> score. He can't, Jackson can't throw the ball outside the numbers. I, just go watch the game. Go watch the tape. Teams will tell you that they feel like if they can pack the middle of the field, they can stop them. And, I, look, I think the Ravens make the playoffs because their schedule down the stretch is not hard. They play the Giants, the Bengals, they play, they play uh, Jacksonville, they play Dallas. I think they're going to get to 10 wins. But right now, the way they're playing, they're not beating anybody in the playoffs. They, they cannot move the ball consistently, and the passing game is just broken. You're awesome. Thanks for staying up late with us, Matt. Look forward to chatting with you again down the road. Have a great holiday week. Thanks, Matt. Thanks a lot. You too. It's Matt Verderam. You can read him on Fan Sided. Appreciate his time late with us on a Fox Football Sunday. When we come back, it's what you all came for tonight. Oh, yeah. It's Arnie's picks to take us home on Fox Sports Radio. Great stuff. Great stuff tonight. Even a late guest. How about that? Woo. Great job to Sager on updates. Awesome job by Lita Lap producing this show tonight. Bobo on the wheels of steel and the millions and millions of editors behind the scene who put all the audio together that I never played. Never played it. But we'll get there. We'll get there, maybe, before Big Ben Maller, who's coming up next, to safely guide you as we count down to Thanksgiving. But before we do any of that, I can't I can't sit here and chitter-chatter too much, Arnie. We're running out of time, yes. and we need your picks. A holiday awaits us. Take it away. Stick and genius. So I guess we can say it's hot. It. No? Oh, I am on fire, my uh, friend. So let's start with a little college football. Um, I told Todd Furman I put my money where my mouth is. Penn State never wanted an 0-5 team so badly before in my entire life, but I'm taking the Nittany Lions. Um, I'm taking the four. Matter of fact, don't want the four. Don't need the four. I'll take the four. They're going to beat Michigan, who I have no confidence in whatsoever. Did you know North Carolina can score, and they can score a heck of a lot? Can their defense slow down Notre Dame? I'm going to say a little bit. Give me North Carolina plus the four and a half against the Irish. And I'm going to take my Arizona Wildcats plus nine against the UCLA Bruins for no reason whatsoever other than because I want to take my Wildcats. All right. 
Thursday, uh, Monday night football, excuse me, I'm going to take Tampa away the four points against the Rams. I learned one thing. Never, ever, ever go against the Lions on Thanksgiving, <laughs> even if they did lose 20 to nothing in the week before. So give me the Lions plus a small number, just two and a half, against the Texans coming off a big win against the Patriots, but I'm still going to take the Lions. Dallas is back. And I only get away three. Is that the correct line? I'll do it three at home against Washington. I'll do it every time. And give me Pittsburgh minus the three against Baltimore. So there you have my picks. Do with them as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment purposes only. Oh, kind of a uh, clap, clap, clap. Thank kind you. Of proud thank of you, you for sticking with your team. I thought you yeah. might be uh, bailing on Kevin Sullivan in Arizona after this week. We're one on one against the spread. That's all that counts. You want to against the spread? <laughs> should have beaten USC though. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, we should have. Had that I hurt. like the Gunnel. All right, what Gunnel or Gunnel kid? Uh, Gunnel. Yeah. I like Gunnel. 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 Two twenty. Two twenty one. Whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it only took you falling behind thirty seven to zip to score some points last yeah. week. So, so let's we should go. do that every week then. <laughs> if you fall behind thirty seven <laughs> to zero every single week, this will be uh, this will be a fascinating week in college football. Yeah. Because and and again, I'm not trying to be uh, overly concerned, guy. But with Thanksgiving on Thursday, and coaches trying to do everything they can to keep their guys together, if you go home or you go to a family event, it could end up costing you a player or a game. So you know, you bring up the Notre Dame North Carolina game, which is actually a Friday game, right? Now, don't forget that's a Friday game on right. Right, but uh, it'll be interesting to see who's in and who's out whenever we hit the weekend. And by a the lot way, of Friday games, as a matter of fact, yeah, uh, a lot of Friday games, a couple Thursday games. They've done a nice job with the schedule this year. That Iowa State Texas game is pretty interesting. You realize that if I, that if Texas wins, they they control their own destiny to make the Big Twelve championship game. So Texas, whom we counted out after losses to TCU and Oklahoma, could end up still playing for the Big 12 title. And, Arnie, I know you're so excited about Nebraska and and Iowa. Nothing? No. No, Uh, no. uh, All right. Biggest story of the day, of course, the injury to uh, Joe Joe Burrow. Your boy getting benched. Mahomes rallying from nowhere to win the game tonight. And the Titans walking off on the Ravens. Ben Maller will have it all coming up next. Don't you have right. a great Thanksgiving You holiday, too, my man. friend. You too. Take Can't care. Can't wait to be back here next Sunday night to break it all down for Bobo and Lita Lap and Steve DeSager. He's Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. We'll see you next week on Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.